Well, welcome. This is Politics with Tony. I am obviously Tony. <laughs> I am uh, uh, in the process of a move. I think if you've uh, heard my podcast before, and so today I'm in my garage, but now it's a whole lot more open. There's a lot of a uh, there's a lot of echo. No heat, but that's you know whatever. I've been managing already. I guess I can continue managing. <laughs> so uh, it is. Well, what is it, Wednesday? Yeah, so it's, what, the 20, 29th? Yeah, I think so. Uh, lots of stuff that's been happening. Lots of stuff. Now, before I get into uh, the, the meat of the podcast, I would like to first inform you that I've uh, been looking into things as far as how I do my podcast, and I think I've decided I want to change how the podcasts are done. So here's, here's sort of the plan. My idea is... Uh, the first bit, the first segment I will do will be more of a current events thing, just small chat. And then the second one will be maybe educational or directed towards uh, one major political issue that's uh, that's going on on Capitol Hill. Like currently it would be the impeachment. Obviously, that is something I'm attempting to cover as, as often as I can. And I do have some impeachment information. Um, I'm, I'm starting this whole new idea for the podcast uh, on this on this podcast. Uh, this podcast is going to have a special guest. I'm going to bring in people every once in a while and just get some different opinions other than my own. I'm sure my opinions aren't the, you know, the most widely popular and that is fine with me, but I've got other uh, uh, friends that have tons of different opinions. Uh, uh, and today I've got a man who I work with. He is uh, a, g- a great coworker uh, and a good friend from the town I live in out here in Oxford. His name is Terrence and you will hear quite a bit from him today. Um, we're gonna we're gonna cover some subjects like the impeachment, abortions, uh, the Second Amendment rights, things like that. Um, so, and I'm not gonna be able to do that every single podcast, but I'm gonna do that you know on and off uh, in different podcasts here in the next few weeks. Uh, I've got some other friends that uh, already would like to join, so you know, look forward to that. Some different opinions. I've got sort of a more central conservative or central Republican. You know, what he, he sits a little bit more in the center than he does, you know, on the conservative end. Um, he has some different viewpoints than I do. Uh, we'll, we'll bring him in one of these days here soon. And then I've got a friend who's an anarchist. No joke. He believes in no government whatsoever. So I'm actually curious to see uh, his viewpoints on some of the things that we will discuss and we will be discussing uh, current political issues. So just change things up uh, for everybody. Uh, and, uh, yeah. And then I'm also going to do a segment towards the end. It's going to be kind of like my thoughts and opinions on uh, a particular smaller subject. So today I'm going to call it Tony talks. I know it's, (laughs) it sounds stupid, but I'm going to give it a name. Why not? I don't care. But anyway, uh, today I'm actually going to talk about some issues with Facebook and how people debate on Facebook because I've been getting regularly annoyed by how, People talk to each other uh, on these different subjects that I discuss or anybody discusses on on Facebook. So that will be something that I discuss today. But that's something I would like to do uh, in future podcasts, just as sort of an opinion and throw it out there. Like this is my view on things, my take, and maybe what we can do as a society to remedy the problem. I don't know. So, well, let's go ahead and start with current events. Now, here's the issue: is I have. I've been collecting a lot of current events over the last few days, and some of them are changing, uh, ever-changing. So the first and big one that we should talk about is the coronavirus. Hmm. Now, the problem with that is that the number... uh, Everybody wants to message me. (laughs) The problem is that that number 
uh, of dead versus how many are infected and all this stuff. It changes depending on the, the, the news outlet that you're, that you're getting your information from. Now it's not a problem. It's okay. It's, you know, some people are just getting different reports and that's all right. But currently all I know is that it is well over a hundred now dead well over. And well, I think we're well over now the thousands that have been infected somewhere around the 2000 mark. Uh, things are getting kind of ugly down in China with this Wuhan is getting quarantined quite a bit. Uh, they actually, I believe it was either yesterday or today. I, didn't, I can't remember when I saw the report. It was a report that the 100, just over 100 Americans that are stuck in Wuhan are actually getting evacuated uh, via flight here very shortly. Either it already happened, just happened, or it's about to happen. One of the two. Uh, and that's sort of a big thing. So it, it, I'm wondering, wow, this is some hellacious timing on this virus that just is getting it <laughs> this i mean it's a it's a it's a rough one you know of course you see the the funny jokes you know it go, goes well with the coronavirus a lyme disease <laughs> uh, of course facebook's gotta chime in with their fun <laughs> but in it's serious it's it is scary and, and so quarantine protocols have been called for some some various locations within wuhan to try to control this random outbreak of a virus that they don't understand uh there have been people donating towards the, 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 the effort to find maybe a cure or, or a way to prevent this, this, this illness from, you know, expanding as it, as it has been very quickly over the last two weeks or so. So, uh, I, like I said, I'm going to keep tracking that, keep you up to date. Not, don't have a lot of information that's been much newer than it has been. Um, just a lot of people dying a lot of people getting sick. It's getting worse. So, uh, like I said, I'll keep track of that for you. The other big one that I'm sure most of you have heard, Kobe Bryant, uh, famous basketball player. He uh, and his daughter and seven passengers, um, part of his daughter's, I think, basketball team or baseball team, one of the two. Of course, I'm screwing that up. No, I think it was basketball. Right. <laughs> uh, anyway, they were all on there, uh, including the head, the, the coach, uh, college coach. I'm getting President Trump stuff now too. Jeez. I'm so sorry, everybody. Um, yeah. So a lot, there was a few people that had passed away on this, on this, uh, on this flight. It, it was a helicopter crash. It went down, uh, and Kobe Bryant, his daughter, Gianna, and all the other passengers, uh, passed away. That's very sad. He was 41 years old. Um, yeah, he's, he was well known for obviously his career in basketball. He was Kind of big with kids. He, he, he has a couple of uh, kids' books that he wrote. Uh, and apparently, if I'm not ready, he was actually working on another one uh, before he passed away. Um, what I'm seeing a lot of on Facebook is craziness when it comes to all this. So a lot of people are really upset. Well, who cares? He's a rapist. Like, wow. It, look, I'm not going to say yes or no on the idea that he's a rapist. But he, he went through court and it didn't... He didn't get he didn't get charged with it. He didn't get... Well, he didn't get convicted. So... <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not going to sit here and weigh in on if, whether or not he's innocent or guilty. There's plenty of evidence, you know, on either end that you could you could surmise as your own uh, to make your own opinion. Excuse me. And so I think that sure we can debate that, but why the hell are we debating it the moment after he passes away? Uh, that seems a little silly. Let's just let the family deal with you know his death. I mean, nobody nobody's asking you to grieve or show respect, but just leave it alone, I guess. If you don't give a, give a shit about the guy, then just leave it alone. I don't know. That's me. But yeah, everybody's got their opinions. <laughs> so uh, the other big one I wanted to talk about, this is kind of big and it's kind of getting weird. I've been reading a lot about this. Uh, there have been multiple 
earthquakes, multiple earthquakes over the last Christ, couple weeks. Uh, but the big, the big stories. Okay, so we've got uh, on the twenty fourth there was a six point seven uh, size earthquake in Turkey. There was a 4.6 earthquake near Barstow. Then on the 25th, there was a 5.0 near the uh, Puerto Rico. On the 26th, there was a 6.1 in uh, Alaska and a 6.3 near the Solomon Islands. Uh, there was also another 5.7. I believe that was an aftershock uh, in Alaska as well. And then, of course, on the 28th, we get a 7.7 near Jamaica. Now, these are pretty big earthquakes. These aren't small. You know, they're, they're knocking things down. Um, the one in Jamaica actually was feared to uh, uh, have caused pretty rough, maybe tidal wave tsunamis, things like that. Even Miami was getting prepared for it. So now, uh, here's here's what I've noticed. W- where is this all coming from? This is kind of a big surge in earthquake uh, activity. Yeah, there's lots of earthquakes, of course, all over the world all the time. You know, you have small ones, tiny ones under the under the water or deep underground where barely anybody feels it. Small little tremors that nobody nobody it doesn't bother them. Things like that. It's constant. I mean, you can look this up. It's you know, uh, uh, any sort of almost dormant volcano regularly can have earthquakes just through movement of magma deep within the deep within the crust. So lots of little earthquakes, lots of little shakes here and there. But these are major. These are pretty decent sized earthquakes. They're they're big. You know, 6.7 is something uh, it was a uh, mid 90s earthquake in Los Angeles. And that was a pretty rough one. Uh, 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 I mean, <laughs> some of these are comparable to the 1989 quake. Uh, where was that? San Diego. I'm going to screw that up. I'm not even, I think I'm messing that one up, but it was uh, the baseball game where everybody was watching the baseball game and suddenly the whole, the whole stadium starts shaking and the whole town goes crazy. I, like I said, I, I know it's in California, but now I can't remember if it was San Diego. Lost? No. Was it San Francisco? Pretty sure it was San, maybe it was San Francisco. I'm screwing it up. Anyway, that is sort of like the size of these. Actually, these ones are bigger than that. Like, <laughs> We have an aftershock in Alaska that was damn near the same size. So I challenge anybody that, you know, listens that wants to, you know, maybe reach out and have some information. Uh, what do you think is going on with all that? What what could be the, the underlying cause? Is there an underlying cause or is this just a fluke? Uh, are we having issues with, I know that it's sort of a theory uh, as far as the sun and how it does affect, possibly affect the mantle, which is affecting how the, uh, the plate tectonics are moving uh, on Earth. Maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. I, these are just little things that I've been reading about and thinking about. And I don't know. I don't have any. I don't have anything I believe as the underlying cause. I just see them, and I hey, that that could be a thing. Who knows? Uh, but anyway, like I said, if you have a good idea or maybe some decent evidence, you know, reach out to me. Let me know. I'm 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 I'm, more, I'm curious. I'm curious to see what uh, what what's going on with that. Um, and of course, then this is this is a smaller version of <laughs> current events, but this one still kind of is pretty pertinent. So everybody knows Don Lemon from CNN. Not a big Trump supporter. Matter of fact, he's a Trump hater completely. <laughs> we all know that Don Lemon does not like Trump or Republicans. He just doesn't. But he's been quoted a while back stating that he doesn't um that he doesn't he doesn't believe in belittling he doesn't believe in you know talking down on people okay cool so then recently he had two guests on 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 his segment in cnn and they were basically talking just a whole lot of trash about trump's trump and his supporters uh one of them was using some sort of um southern accent 
acting like he was some hick, you know, I guess we're going to call it redneck hick and making fun of how a Trump supporter would talk and how stupid they think we are, uh, that we can't find Ukraine on a map or we don't even know geography or all these lines and like all, all, all of them. Well, Don Lemon was kind of, you know, propagated it. The other two were joking and laughing and they were just, they were just having an hysterical moment where it was just the funniest thing to all of them. Don Lemon couldn't stop laughing. It's the whole thing. Uh, what does that say about the left? You know, when you, when you, you, I don't believe in belittling. They get so angry, so angry when, when somebody like Trump or his supporters, you know, just poke fun at a Democrat or, you know, somebody that leans left or a Hillary supporter or a Bernie supporter, you know, they make fun of it like, uh, and they get so outraged by this that, 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 you know, they'll, 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 then attack us verbally, but here they are doing it. And then when people are bringing it up, it's all, oh, that's, it's not that serious. Are you serious? It's not that serious. Uh, Don Lemon even got on, uh, uh, I believe it was Twitter and, and even said that he was only laughing at the jokes. He wasn't laughing at the Trump supporters, but the, that's the, that's the point of the joke. He was making fun of Trump supporters. How are you not laughing at the, the idea that they're Trump supporters? That was the whole premise behind the joke. So I think it's not only ironic, but very, very, very hypocritical of CNN and Don Lemon to laugh at jokes like that, but yet get pissed off at people like me who might, you know, throw a joke at a a Democrat or, you know, uh, any sort of Democratic supporter. (sighs) This is a constant thing I see on the news. This is why, and then right there, this is a great piece of evidence to show why I do not watch the damn news. I don't do, I don't like watching the news anymore. I don't, you know, deal with news outlets. I don't care if it's Fox News. I don't care if it's CNN. I don't care if it's Breitbart. Of course, I will read news. Um, I'll, I'll read some news. Absolutely. I'll go through uh, news reports and read them. But I don't base anything I believe or think on the, the, the news reports that I'm reading. I then take the time afterwards and look up some information for myself. Um, a lot of times when you see a major news outlet like CNN or CBS or Fox News talk about something that happened in this state or that state, then go look it up in that state. Get more specific information from the local the local and state departments there. That's usually what I like to do. Now, of course, if it's political, I get most of my political information and and, and uh, stuff like that from C-SPAN. I'll watch the, the impeachment trial. I've been, I've been listening to the impeachment trial most of the day today. Um, and yeah, that's, that's my plan. I, 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 I like to use C-SPAN to kind of help, help me track political events and it works very well. So if you're looking to find a media outlet, that's a little bit less biased than some of those other mainstream ones, C-SPAN, I still think C-SPAN has a bias. It's just nowhere near as obvious as the, uh, the other stations. Uh, and of course you have every capability of making up your own mind on, on, issues, political issues. If you're watching C-SPAN and seeing, you know, these, these hearings or, or, or press conferences, stuff like that, you can hear it for yourself and then you can surmise what you would like to out of it because that is your, they're giving you the, the capability of having your own opinion instead of some newscaster saying, well, that's just bull crap, you know, and that's what I don't like. That is why I suggest all the time looking things up for yourself. So I, that'll kind of wrap it up a little bit for, uh, current events. Now I, 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 I'll throw out here some news on the Republican talking points. 
this is we're going into the impeachment now. Okay, this is back to the impeachment. So you know, my podcasts have been primarily about the the impeachment trial currently still going on. Uh, as I'm talking right now, uh, there's they're, they're still doing questions from the Senate, uh, and. I've, I've been listening to a lot of what the Republicans are talking about over the, few, the, 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 the three days they had to present their defense. I, I, didn't, I didn't hate it. They, they made some decent points. Um, a lot of asking, why not? Why didn't the, the Democrat council, why didn't the House council bring this up? Or why didn't the House council bring that up? Why didn't they say this? Why did they leave this out? And they, they asked that. Why, why didn't they do that? A lot of times. And that's a good question because a lot of it is contextual. It's it's. A lot of what the House manager showed as far as their case against Trump was, it, to me, it seemed a lot out of context. Uh, the, so the Republicans actually used some of that. Uh, you remember when, when I told you that uh, Schiff had said, yep, the Republicans are going to cherry pick all kinds of things and that's what they're going to do. Well, then it was fun to watch the Republicans or, or excuse me, the, the, the president's council actually get up and <laughs> show them how cherry picked the audio the, or the audio and video that the uh, house council used was how, how badly it was cherry picked. So I liked that. One of the things that they brought up was the, the, the ambassador Sondland testimony where he had did, he did say, yeah, I believe that there was, um, I believe that there was quid pro quo, but then, and that's all that the house council showed. So then the president's counsel gets up and actually shows the rest of it when Son later in his testimony said, yes, it was my presumption. It's what I thought. It's what I've, I, I assumed. And then, of course, he also did say it. He said it and, and he got it from Trump that there was no quid pro quo. That was a that was a statement made by Sondland, but that was left out by the House, uh, the House managers. So they they outlined that and that <laughs> there it is. And of course, Schiff also said that the, the, the White House meeting never happened. Okay, fine. And I will agree that Zelensky never actually went to the Oval Office and sat down and talked to President Trump. But Warsaw still did happen. It wasn't quick. It wasn't, it was, well, it was kind of quick, but it was, the problem was, is, uh, at one point, Pence was supposed to go to the inauguration and then uh, something came up. Now, I can't remember the exact events, but in our political structure, we do not typically like the idea of both the president and vice president out of the country for more than maybe a few hours or days at, at the same time. And it was going to conflict with that. So they had to pull Pence and they, they were trying to figure out who to send to the inauguration. But of course that was something, oh, why did, why did, why did Trump pull Pence from the inauguration ceremony? Well, there's freaking reasons and they just, they outlined it, but whatever. Um, but part of this whole meeting thing that I'm talking about is that, yes, it did eventually happen. They wanted it to happen earlier. Then they had issues with scheduling. They had issues with, you know, like I talked about, the, the vice president and president being out of the country at the same time. Then there was a hurricane issue uh, that were supposed to meet and a hurricane was hitting, kind of backed everything up about, what, three weeks. But three weeks after all of that, Zelensky and Trump actually got to sit down and talk. They did. It may not have been some massive long talk about everything every single thing that either one of them wanted to talk about but at the same time they did get the meeting and now of course no white house meeting but let's let, let's look at this okay you know the white house is represented by the president that's where the president lives so why is it why is it that Zelensky had to be in the white house in order for it to be a presidential meeting you know what i mean and i think that's all he really wanted he didn't want to go to the white house oh look how pretty this building is that's not the point of the meeting so it didn't. Ha it ha could have happened in my damn garage. 
and the same result could have came from came of it. So it did happen. They showed that it did happen. So it's so laughable that they still try to push. Nah, that was no meeting. Whatever. But I don't know. And and then I have to laugh that Schumer, you know, in, in between when they take breaks or they have dinner or they have lunch or whatever they do, they have these like either five minute breaks, fifteen minute breaks, or sometimes up to like forty five minute breaks. Uh, they'll come. The, some of the senators will come out. Some of the representatives will come out. Just anybody will come out. The council comes out, and they will sometimes stop, stop, excuse me, and talk to the reporters that are hanging out right side, right outside the doors. You know, Schumer does that quite a bit. And when he was doing, he was saying that uh, the Republicans have said nothing to exonerate this president. Nothing. Okay. You have not shown anything that proves his guilt. <laughs> nothing. They, 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 I mean, yes, they, they I, I, I do see that like the, 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 uh, the president's council was saying a lot of like, well, that's a, that can exonerate him. So they're suggesting that it could and maybe not specifically, but at the same time, if there's no guilt being shown, then how can they even look at them and say, well, he's, he's not exonerated. Okay. But you didn't show that he was guilty. So exactly what the problem is, I don't know. Um, I liked that the president's council did spend time during the questions or did spend time during their their uh, 24 hours actually comparing the Fast and Furious scandal of Obama to this current Ukraine gate <laughs> to, to, uh, and Trump's, it, it, Trump's impeachment. Well, they showed that there was an abuse of power and an obstruction of Congress hidden within what Obama was doing during the Fast and Furious. Now, I, I, I don't know if it was 100% comparable, but there were points on it that made a lot of sense. And that's something maybe, like, if you get a chance, look into it. Look, look into what was said about that, because it was, it was actually a really awesome uh, segment during the, the, the trial. Um, now, I have to throw this out there, too. Everybody noticed, you remember, Lev Parnas, it was what, two weeks ago came out, they were talking about Lev Parnas, he said, yes, he knows exactly, Trump knew exactly what was going on. And now he's quiet. No, nobody's talking about him at all. It just disappeared. But lo and behold, Monday morning, here it is, Bolton, Ambassador Bolton, pops up out of nowhere, writing a book about this whole thing, stating, well, yeah, uh, he definitely told me to hold the, the aid. And he said, we're doing that because of foreign, or because we want the investigations. How perfectly timed is that? Personally, that just, I, my opinion, that is just the worst, the most ill-timed crud I've ever heard in my life. It just is. It, it's, it shows up right before all this is happening. It just confused me. I don't know. I, that it just throws me off. Why would they have done, why, why is he just now coming out with it? Um, he allowed it to leak and then on top of that I mean I, I could say he allowed it to leak it came from the White House but at the same time it was his manuscript and his book now what's fun is there's no actual uh, uh, way to prove what's being said because there's no sources none whatsoever stated in this manuscript in this book nothing this is him just saying it which I think is hilarious we're going on more hearsay but even if in somewhere, some way, shape, or form, this is founded on top of that, it just doesn't look good, in my opinion, to the left or, or, or how I'm viewing how the left is doing this. It doesn't make it look any better because they're having issues with what's been said. The case in a lot of the Republicans' eyes is pretty weak. So like literally out of nowhere, this just leaks and now, now we've got a, an extra bit of evidence that we need to get into the Senate. Look at, look at this. And 
none of this happened during the house's inquiry. None of it. There was no random, well, I've got this, and then I don't know, well, I've got that. But suddenly in the Senate, when there's the issue of whether or not they're actually going to bring in uh, witnesses and testimony, uh, new testimony, suddenly people are coming out the woodwork with information, and then the Democrats are just eating right into it. Like, look, 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 see, this is why we need it. It smells like a setup. <laughs> now, I, that's probably my tinfoil hat slowly slowly uh, tightening on my head, but it does seem a little off-putting. I mean, sure, it doesn't it doesn't bode well maybe for the president, but again, it doesn't show anything illegal. It doesn't show anything as far as actual quid pro quo. Uh, this has been a normal practice on many occasions. We even talked about this. I said that Obama has blocked, uh, held aid for other countries. Technically, right now, I believe there's aid still being withheld uh, to other countries for various reasons, and yet this one is the problem? This is strange to me. And of course, it would be the problem because you've got so many uh, relatives of these Democrat lawmakers and Congress men and women, you know, that actually have ties to companies in Ukraine. Like, they, there's more reports. Now, I'm not, like I said, it's not completely founded yet, so I can't uh, officially say yes or no on how legitimate some of this is, but there are reports coming out that Adam Schiff has his hands in uh, some dealings with some companies in Ukraine, one of which may be Burisma. Uh, same thing with Nancy Pelosi's uh, nephew, I believe is a nephew. I, I mean, come on, we, we have these relatives of Democratic lawmakers and congressmen men and women that are over there in these companies in Ukraine and this is the one country that of course is a big problem to look into so again a lot of things just don't look good I'm not going to say yes or no on whether or not I'm right about that I have no idea but it just doesn't look right so officially that's how I feel about it um, I, I don't know it's just a lot of what's been said it's made sense to me as far as what the the, the, the president and council said. Uh, they made really good, like I said, they made great talking points. This is something to look into, the things they brought up. So I, I will I will fully admit that they've, that I do believe they made some mistakes where a lot of it is they're not, they talk about motive quite a bit and that's a great talking point and they've made really good points on why it's tough to even use motive to try to judge this entire case whatsoever uh, considering like if you, if you have one motive you know, just one specific motive. Well, I mean, cool, you could probably go on that, but there's got to be some sort of proof that that's the motive. And there's no proof of any sort of motive here. And they're claiming that there's multiple motives. So how do you judge this based on motive if there's more than one? And okay, so it's like a percentage, like, you know, 10% this motive and then 90% that motive. How do you know that? That's a difficult task for any Senate trial to have to deal with, any, any, any jury ever to have to deal with. So... I don't know. I, I think it's it's sort of silly uh, that they're still stuck on the, the motive idea, but I don't see a lot of the Republicans pushing the idea of what the motive really was. I, I don't. I mean, I do in some aspects, and I don't in a lot of others. So I guess where I'm going with this is I think that both sides need to kind of tighten up how they're doing this. Obviously, the left for sure. But the right... They did come out. They came out of the corner swinging on Saturday. I will admit that. They they came out. They weren't even playing playing in the games. You know, even Seculo said it too. He was he's like he's, he's coming, and he did. 
and I loved it. He, he, he filled in some of the blanks that the Democrats left with some of their evidence, that they call it. Uh, gave some more context, and that was a big help, I believe. So now it's more of a question of, yeah, we're at a point now where we need to know, are we, are we going to get more uh, excuse me, testimony and witnesses? And that is coming up, I believe, not tomorrow, but Friday. They'll put that to a vote, I think. They'll debate it, I think, for four hours, I believe it is. And then they'll vote. And 51, 51 senators have to say yes for this to happen. If not, then that is the end of the official trial part. And after that, it is the vote on whether or not he's convicted. If he's found guilty of these two, these two articles of, uh, of impeachment. Anyway, I got, I got on a ramble. I apologize, but um, I'm going to get going. But when we come back, I have Terrence Burns. We're going to talk to him. Uh, and then again, like I told you before, Tony Talks is kind of a new thing that I want to start. And I'm going to talk about that at the, at the at the tail end of this podcast. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit. It's about Facebook and debating. Uh, just some annoying things I've noticed lately. So anyway, uh, yeah, I'll be right back. This is Politics with Tony. All right, welcome back. We're back with uh, Politics with Tony. I'm Tony. Uh, I am now hanging out with uh, a good friend from the factory I work with. Uh, he's He's been working with me for, I don't know, what now? About a year? Almost a year. Yeah, yep. a year, year and a half. Yep, Terrence Burns. He's a good man out here in Oxford. Uh, some different viewpoints on some of the subjects I've discussed with him. So I thought, you know, why not bring him in and let's talk about some of them. So, Terrence, first of all, how you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah? Yeah. We're in a lovely shop, and he's got his dogs out here with us. They're panting and almost being annoying, but that's all right. Uh, and we got good beer. <coughs> he's a he's a Coors drinker. I am drinking Bud Light Platinum tonight. Six percent. What do you think of that? A little strong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, of course, you know, I've talked to you a lot about some of the things that I've discussed on my podcast. So you have a good understanding, as, at least as to my viewpoints on some of this stuff. But I want to talk to you about some subjects, and I want to just see where you stand on them, um, how you feel about them. So, uh, the first one we're going to talk about, and this one's the, the most obvious of the few, uh, is the impeachment of John, uh, wow, John, <laughs> Donald John Trump. There we go. Mm-hmm. So, first, <clears throat> we know the articles. The first one's abuse of power. The second one is uh, obstruction of Congress, which, again, both of them, I think, are kind of silly. Um the idea is that he abused his power to coerce a, uh, a foreign government to basically look into, uh, get dirt on uh, a political opponent uh, in, in exchange for foreign aid. Mm-hmm. That's the thought. And obstruction of Congress is he didn't abide to congressional subpoenas and he blocked a lot of testimonies and witnesses from coming, but they were in the executive branch to me. Uh, so, first... What do you think of this impeachment stuff? What what, what what's your take on? Was there any laws broke? Uh, officially, uh, from what I've seen so far, nothing. Nothing. So why waste the time, money, and resources for a crime that did wasn't committed? Right, right. And and you know, honestly, that's sort of where I sit. If you know the the the, the idea of impeachments that were given to us from the the founding fathers, they say. 
uh, treason, bribery, or high crimes and misdemeanors. Now, obviously, it isn't just bound within that. I get it. But how in the hell is obstruction of Congress... First of all, that's the second article. Why is that such a big issue when it's a congressional subpoena versus judicial? And I haven't been able to figure that out. So, so you think, you don't think that either one of these articles makes much sense? No, they don't. Okay. Now, I want to ask about the abuse of power. What do you think the idea of abuse of power is? Just as just a random question. <clears throat> I don't know. Well, and that's, that's, a, that's a broad broad question it is you know? it is it it's absolutely a broad is. question and i think that's the point so what do, what do you do you have a take on what you know abuse of power means maybe politically or just in general <clears throat> well that what uh, well again it's such a broad statement that I mean, you can I mean, abuse yeah. any power that you have anything right. anything at any state mm-hmm. or level i should say right now what i would say when just, just a thought for this. Why, if it's an abuse of power, would it be an abuse of power that is illegal, immoral, or dangerous? You know what I mean? Like that is sort of the criteria of if I have the power. Like let's say I'm a manager at our factory. Why not, right? Okay. I'm a manager and I use that power to tell someone to go do something for me. Like you know how sometimes that's illegal. Right, we'll right exactly. Illegal. That 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 could be an illegal. That's a, that's an abuse of power. So that would be a good abuse of power, right? So it, it maybe I guess what I'm asking is, do you think that like the idea of abuse of power would be a good a good way to guideline it would be uh, immoral, illegal, or dangerous? No, I, I so far I have not seen any abuse of power that the president has done. Right. Okay. And that yeah. And period. I, I haven't I mean, either. I don't know. You know, honestly, I, I kind of, I get curious as where the hell they even got that. Let's take right. your same scenario. Okay. You're a supervisor. You, you say, hey, you're working this other shift. See what that supervisor does and report back to me. Now, would that be abuse of power? Because that's basically kind of what he did without making it an order, sort of. Yeah. Well, okay. Even if it's an order. Okay. I still don't think it's abuse of power. Right. Okay. All right. So then let's take this thought process we're using currently and kind of put it on put it put it towards politics and foreign policy okay so what they're saying is on a lot of it is again this is secondhand knowledge people saying i heard this person say this about this person who said this about trump so it's a whole lot of he said she said right. at this point but the idea would be that he talked to Zelensky a couple of times and without actually saying it which i don't understand because We'll talk about that later, but <laughs> the, the things that the things that were said about the phone call have been throwing me off. Like the Democrats sort of been defending the idea that oh he absolutely was you know he was trying to bribe them, but he doesn't have to say bribe. But look, he didn't mention the word corruption, which confuses me. <clears throat> so I, I don't know, but we'll, we'll, we can apply that. No, okay, I, I, okay, same thing. Mm-hmm. I, I recall when Biden's son got the contract for that job. Oh, okay. Years ago. Right. And it's like, oh, yeah, he got awarded $16 million. You know what I mean? Yeah, huge. Nothing was said. Nothing. Oh, good job. And I don't, and and that's the thing is, all that took place when when Joe Biden was vice president. Exactly. Now, again, that. And nothing was looked into? Exactly. And that's that's a really good point. So, you know, the Republicans currently are actually saying uh it's the republican council they're saying a lot of things like we should bring hunter biden in as far as 
um, uh, a new uh, another testimony or another witness. So that's sort of my next question. What do you think of the idea of bringing more witnesses and testimonies into the Senate trial? I, first of all, I, you know, yeah, you can bring Joe and everyone else in. Okay. But that's not going to investigate that crime. They're just going to sweep that on the rug because they're all after just this answer on Trump. Did he commit um, abuse of power? Right, right. So, uh, yeah, I got it from because dad was pr- vice president. I got that money. It would end right there. <laughs> you know, I, and, and, and there's ways that I do agree with you completely on that. I do. Um, now, I, 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 I laugh because, again, with the, with the impeachment inquiry versus the impeachment trial, it's two separate things. We know right. that. So, the House of Representatives had stupid amount of time to build a case. Absolutely yeah. stupid amount of time to build this case. They did. And, yes, they pushed for these subpoenas. Now, a lot of people saying the same thing. They say, well... Trump, Trump blocked the congressional subpoenas and Trump said that, you know, we shouldn't do it. And he was, he was keeping everybody from going. Why? Why is it so difficult for them to go to the Supreme Court and get it adjudicated so that, that he has to? So it goes back to the same. Okay. Let's say they subpoena us. Mm-hmm. So if we just say pack sand, that ends it. They're just going to whine on NTV, you know, or, or well, ABC, CBS, right. whatever the hell. Yeah. There's I, no repercussion. No, I, and that's, you, you, I'm kind of with you. I am. The idea is that the congressional, now for a civilian like me and you, sure, <laughs> yeah. it's a little different for us. But the idea with these is that the legislative branch and the executive branch right. are co-equal. So forcing one branch to do something just because the other one said to do it, it doesn't make them co-equal at all. No, it doesn't. So partially in my mind, I don't see... Uh, an obstruction issue if they weren't willing to go to the third branch of government to get it fixed, which is why the judicial branch is there. Right. So, I, in my personal opinion, bringing them in, fine, we can, but I don't see the point when you had the time before. It, it, there was no set time on an impeachment inquiry. You've nope. got dates. You know what I mean? You've got months, weeks. How, what was it? 100, 170-some Oh, God, now I can't even remember. It was damn near two years for, for Clinton. Uh, well, no, no, no. Nixon, for sure, was over two years. Clinton was about the same time, but the problem was they already had all the information they needed. Right. It was, and, and everything was already prepped and ready to go. Here, they're not prepped. They're not ready. They don't care. You know what I mean? So uh, that portion of it's a little confusing to me. So then looking forward, what what a... What do you think? What do you think the outcome of this will be in any direction? Do you think that Trump's going to get convicted? Do you think he's not? And then, what what do you see coming from all this? Just your take on politics beyond Trump's impeachment? It'll be an acquittal. Well, okay, it'll be an acquittal. You think they'll just tell him, you know, it's whatever? Actually, I almost I'd like to say that they'll find a way to just drop the whole thing right now. Right. In a short time, without an acquittal, without a, almost like a mistrial situation. Mm. Just so it buys them more time to gather more stuff. Well, as you know, Bolton came out. <laughs> yeah. Yes, his the Bolton. little leaks, whatever. Right, right. But now they think they got a new lead. So it's like, okay, let's, is there a way we can backtrack on this? Because mm-hmm. we acted a little too hasty, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. So they want to build a better case. Yeah. 
And maybe maybe that's what I'm saying. I don't know if they can do that, but I'm just saying if there's a way, they're going to find like a mistrial so they can bide more time. And, 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 you know, honestly, that is possible. I, I could understand seeing them maybe dropping the charges and bringing up new ones with extra evidence. Yes. You know, and that, yeah, that actually makes sense. So, yeah, I, all right. So I guess that's some pretty good information and uh, opinion sharing on the impeachment. Now, there's a ton of other issues that I constantly see come up. That kind of shock you? What? That kind of shock you? <laughs> <laughs> He, he might not actually know what he's talking about, people. I don't understand. And this man's been drinking beer. Uh, but uh, no. Uh, okay, so some other issues that I see all, all the time. And this one kind of makes me laugh. Now, I, I'm going to have listeners. I got a few listeners. And I don't think will agree with me on the statements I'm about to make. But I want to see what you think of them. Okay. Um, the Second Amendment and the idea of gun rights. Now, of course, I think both of us are in a full understanding that guns... We we have that right. You don't take that right from us. So uh, now I'm under the firm and strict belief because how the Constitution is written. I'm a constitutionalist. That's what I believe in is that the Constitution is not there to give us our rights. The Constitution is there to ensure that the government does not take those rights. That it's a statement saying this is what you can't do. This is what you can do. It's not for us. It's for them. Because we have those rights. We have the inalienable right to free speech, religion, press, uh, 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 our self-defense, stuff like that. So basically, what I don't understand, first off, is why that's even in question lately. I, I just don't understand. A lot of people don't have a good understanding of the Constitution. But a while back, we had a bump stock ban. Now, I got some information here. and I'm Just your take on it, right? Okay. So in March 23 of 2018, is when Trump signed this sort of executive order saying the bump stocks are done. That's it. They're banned. Now, to anyone that's listening, a bump stock is the idea. It's a, it's 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 a it's an attachment to your weapon that allows your your the recoil the uses recoil to essentially continuously fire rounds off of a semi-automatic. So if I'm firing my round and I go one one uh, one pull of the triggers one bullet. The recoil will send it into the bump stock, and the bump stock will force the weapon forward again, allowing my finger to press it again. So in, in, a, in sort of a way, it turns a semi-automatic into an automatic using recoil. That's what the whole idea of a bump stock is. And, and then on March 23rd, they banned it because in uh, everybody remembers the 2017, the first the 1 October shooting in Vegas. The guy that just was shooting up an entire crowd of people. It was terrible. You see the videos. Yeah. Um, 12 of them, 12 of them were found on scene when they broke into that hotel room and oh, it was all those images and everything. I mean, it was crazy. It was a lot of weapons. But it, it was like some sort of, what do they call it? They call it an evidence orgy where it just seems almost placed. But that's me. That's more of an opinion, you know, um, whatever. But so now my question to you, okay, is, okay, first, what's your take on the Second Amendment? Do you do you believe in it as, as, as so much as... The government shouldn't restrict anything as far as weapons are concerned, or, or, or how do you feel about gun control laws, things like that? That's sort of where I want to dive into. Well, you know, if it was just straight up honesty, it'd be different. But they, to me, and I'm not saying the government or a certain party, mm-hmm. but their tactics are, are kind of sly. Okay. You know, they're not up front with you. 
one, one time it was brought out, everyone should have a psychological evaluation before they could that. buy a gun. Well, right, right. Sounds great on paper. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but have you ever talked to us? No, I won't ask that. <laughs> but if you ask a psychiatrist, once they they can't talk to someone and give them a clear bill of health. No, no. Because then they're liable. So, okay, law. let's say you put that in effect. Everyone's going to have a psychological evaluation. According to the, the, the psychiatrist, he or she cannot give anyone a clear bill of health. Therefore, no one then would be able to own a firearm. It's a slick way of looking at it. I, I never thought of that. Actually, it makes sense to me. Okay. So, yeah, the slickness of things, I'm tired of. Right. Okay. On the, the Vegas shooting, yeah, there's 12 guns found or 12 weapons found with a bump stock. Right. Now, I got to believe you on that. I haven't looked it up. I, I Was the weapon used have a bump stock on it or not? This is true. Good, good point. Okay. I, mean, I don't know. I'm not 100% sure which weapons were actually fired during the shooting, but that's actually a really good point to bring up, and I will probably take note of it and talk to you about yeah, it later. No, that's great. That's a great point. I hate putting you on the spot on No, that. no, no, no. Because, great. as you say, they just plant this stuff. They get an ideal mm-hmm. about a certain item, and it's... Yeah. It, it, my take on the bump stock, is it needed? If it was needed, I'd have it on all of mine. It's not needed. Is it cool? Yes, it's cool. But why prevent me from putting it on mine? Just That's, because we had some psycho do that. Right. And, and I kind of see, I can see your point of view on that. That's that absolutely great. Um, you know. When I, when, when, when I talk to people about bump stocks, the only thing I could see with bump stocks is that it's not a gun. I think it'd be great duck hunting. <laughs> there we go. That would, you just hear a whole lot of automatic gunfire around here. Well, I guess Terrence is getting a duck again. Maybe That's pretty one. awesome. Maybe one. <laughs> I haven't seen my aim. <laughs> He's over here shooting as bad as damn Taliban. <laughs> Best place to be was right in front of him, everybody. <laughs> no, but uh, uh, the bone stock, the idea of it is that it's sort of an accessory. So I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but I am saying, why are we so upset? Why, why, why I say we, I mean the royal we, as in you know, a good chunk of Republicans don't like the idea of a bump stock ban, they think that's stupid, that's an infringement, even though every single weapon that those things can go on is still available to the public to be purchased. So, so far. Yeah. And, and so... But they're not done yet. I, there's more. I'm, I'm, I'm and there's I understand There's always that. more. Which is why we always fight against it. There's always really good, uh, like the Virginia rally, you know, the, the Virginia. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was a great turnout. Uh, uh, what I love the most is they actually cleaned their trash up after they left. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, we'll go, go, I think, I think it was Katrina. Okay. Hurricane Katrina. 2006? Yeah. Clear back then, they used troops, Mm -hmm. National Guardsmen, to seize weapons for Hmm. the safety of the public. Okay. They got away with it. Yeah, that's, that's not a cool way of doing things. So if they get away with it once, guess what? Mm. Becomes standard. Yeah. And you think, um, you know, I don't want to sound like one of those nuts either. You know, <laughs> no, no, I get it. I understand, but I do see your. You point. give an inch, and they'll take a mile. Okay, because yeah. of the sliminess of politics or bureaucrats. I'm with you. That makes sense. That's not something stupid, and that's a good thing to look up for myself as well. I'm curious now why they would have done because that. there was weapons in the, the flooded houses and whatnot, and they wanted to seize the weapons so the the, the criminals didn't get them. Hmm. And yet they, they may have been in houses where people still lived yes. or are still there. They're still there, still around. 
but they they had the they 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 had the clearance to seize weapons, so it'd not fall in the wrong hands. So then that would be a President Bush issue too. Yes, it would be. Well, so now okay, let's take that same thing. You know, we've got a lot of a lot of people with weapons supposedly in the United mm-hmm. States. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just take them away so the criminals, if they should break into your house, do not get them. What if they already have them? But they won't get the ones you have. Oh, right, right. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> what that means, I guess. <laughs> right, right. And 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 you know, these these are all good points. Um, I I always I always have to laugh at the idea of any sort of strict gun law. As you know, we're banning these, we're banning that. Well, I turned in my weapon, or I'm going to turn in my weapon. So are I we... think that's great. You know, if, if you have a, if your mind thought set is. I need to turn in my weapon because I, you know, I, I'll make me feel better. That's your privilege. That's your right. I think that's awesome if that clears your conscience. Right. But don't take mine. Hmm. That's that's great. It's on a, on an individual basis. I, I think I like the idea of that. Um, of course, the left would disagree with you. They think that you're the dangerous one for having weapons, so therefore you have to turn yours in. That's sort of their. And that's not the whole left. Let me let me be clear when I say that. Not every Democrat believes that all Republicans should, or all everybody should turn in their weapons. Some of them actually they, still believe in gun rights. They are right, though, because I will resist dictatorship. <laughs> this is very, very you know? good point. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's great. It's great. It's just I laugh because let's say, you know, drunk driving becomes a really big issue. Yeah. Does that mean we're going to ban cars? No. Are we going to chop our dicks off to stop rape? Nope. Then that's sort of this Same mindset. Thing in mindset. It's not the best analogy, but it's an analogy nonetheless. You, you, you want to stop something, you ban the wrong thing. How about we evaluate why it's even happening in the first place? You know what right. I mean? Like these these mass shootings, some of these people have been, you know, psychologically, there's something wrong with them. Uh, 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 there's been a few where, of course, they couldn't find anything specifically wrong. Um, there was a, what was, but what was the shooter was in New Zealand. And he was an avid Trump hater. Okay. Even he was the one that put that video up of it. When well, he wasn't shot. there like four of them though? I don't think there was. I don't. Uh, of course, now I'm mixing up my mass shootings. <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking the one in New Zealand was there was four people involved, so it was more like a terrorist attack than just a individual. I believe you're right. Actually, I, I, we could be wrong. So just so y'all know, like I said, it's or all we're opinions. We're talking about two different. Species. We could be. We could be. But no, and, and that's a good point. Either way, it doesn't matter though. We're we're both perpetuating the same point. It's not the guns. The guns aren't the problem. The guns don't magically tell people, go kill somebody. It's the person. It's the psychological issues. It's, oh, they are bullied in high school. I don't know. You know what I mean? And that's that's how I see it. So the idea of them banning guns at all just seems silly to me, personally. Yep. So I, I I think we stand on the same same field here with that. We do. The only, it's it's going to escalate, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's going to escalate. Well, look at Virginia. Well, you know, pretty soon you'll just have people calling in going, oh, I think uh, this guy is nuts and I know he has guns. (laughs) And then they're going to bust that guy's house. Right. And he's going, what the hell? Yeah. Now I'm pissed. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. That makes sense. And And they do that with, uh, I know it's out there, child Mm -hmm. abuse. Yeah. Someone thinks you're not treating that kid right. You get called in. In comes uh, human, you know, uh, help me out, Department uh, of 
Are you talking about like, like child and human DHS. services or health and human services? Yeah, health Different. and human services. Child, comes in, they got to make sure the kids. CPS too. So CPS, child protective services. Child I'm sorry. protective service. Look, this is what beer does to people, guys. Just so y'all know. <laughs> but I'm just saying. That's the next step. You're right. You're right. Uh, and that's. In my and that's, opinion. I, I see it coming. <laughs> now we talk about kids. So this sort of brings into play my next point now i have a lot of information i'll spew real fast so that you just kind of get a gist of it and we're going to talk about abortion a little bit now that's something not covered in the constitution um now with abortion a lot of laws are coming into question uh for instance what was it uh, sometime mid or late last year there was a law that popped up in i believe it was alabama that basically banned all abortions whatsoever like none can't do it which okay that seems a little off, but let's look at the numbers here, okay? So I, I, I pulled some research study numbers uh, from 2016. I know that's not the most recent, but it's it's relevant enough, considering the laws are the same. Now, in, in, 20, in 2016, 623,700, excuse me, 471 abortions were performed uh, during the year. 11.6 per 1,000 women ages 15 to 44. And 186 abortions per 100 or per per 1,000 live births. So that gives you sort of the percentage on abortions per how many babies were actually born. And that's a it's a low percentage, but it's still there. You know that's 623,471 babies killed. Uh, the two the two um, research programs I was looking into, and I've actually looked at this. No, I don't know how to say it. Gutmacher. <laughs> I'm probably screwing that up. And say that if he wasn't drinking. Uh, yeah, probably not. <laughs> I actually was sitting in my living room trying to figure that out. I, I was like, I could probably look it up, but it's whatever. The Guttmacher Institute and CDC, they do their own studies. And both these studies uh, were talking about uh, the main reasons for abortions being uh, the child, the new child will interfere with uh, getting a, getting a furthering an education uh, or it will interfere with uh, a, their, their, their professional life, like their work. Uh, uh, more would be It'll interfere with the care for the other kids and some other excuses were not enough money. They, they were financially not prepared. Uh, BMC did a, did, did a, a, a research study, a research group on this. And what they found, and this is actually giving us percentages. So here's some numbers for you. Uh, 40% of abortions were performed for financial reasons, like we talked about, not having enough money or not being financially prepared. 36% was due to timing. So it was maybe just a bad time in their life. Uh, 31% uh, was partner-related reasons. Might be the partner wasn't there, not a good person, uh, whatever. Uh, and 29%, it, it would interfere with the with the care of other their other children. Uh, and 1% was rape, and less than 0.5% was for incest. So with these numbers being said, all right, oh, where do you stand on the idea of abortion? And I know that's a broad thing, so please it, elaborate. It, it, you know, it, it deals with morals more mm-hmm. than anything. Mm-hmm. But again, you're going with a, a standard of morals. If you go with the, the religious sector, mm-hmm. their morals—it's a—it's a—it's a human. It's the, it, it's, it, it, it's it, a it, being. It, it's a human being. Yeah, right. It's a, it's a different maybe mindset than you know, the church, but at the same time, uh, the, the different moral standards for different groups might change so yeah that actually makes sense to me um and you think that as far as religious the religious reasons are concerned that abortion is no good 
correct? Right. Okay. On the religious side, I mean, you got morals coming in that they they believe you shouldn't abort anyone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Right. Or or very few. Or you know what I mean? They're they're strict. High, they consider higher morals. No. Higher. No. No. No abortion. Basically. Okay. Right. Right. It, but. I mean, it's... Well, how do you... I love that, that, how does Terrence, you know, the man that's standing in front of me, how does he feel? How do you feel about abortion? Just specifically you. I'm not I'm not for it. Right, okay. On most circumstances. Right. Now, why? I say most because if a female gets raped and becomes pregnant and, and she does not and the family does not want that child... Mm-hmm. Then, then yeah, I can understand if it was incest. Oh my god! <laughs> you can say it, dude. It's okay. No, no. This, this is this is the town that may have that issue. <laughs> no, no. I, I was going to say a state. I say may have you that know, issue. Oh no, I don't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> incest. You're, you're asking for problems, possibly. Right. So of course, you know, more financial burden. Okay. More stress on the individual. Yeah. So you, um, you, you've got health issues that sometimes you, you take one medication and then another medication and one cancels the other ones out and, and that causes pregnancy or could cause a pregnancy that now you've got issue on issue on issue. So I can't say that abortion is always bad. Right. And that, that that's a good point to raise. So that's, you know, the state that banned everything, they're just ignorant. <laughs> all right. All right. No. And, and that's what's funny about it is I actually completely agree with you. Um, my, 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 my thoughts on abortion, and I'm with you, uh, are I don't believe abortion should be a thing aside from health reasons. One of the health reasons would be incest. That is a health reason. And it may not be a health reason for the, the mother, but it may be a health reason for the child. Yeah. Right. Now, rape is a health reason. I don't think you should be able to go down and just get it like you can go down and get the beer out of a grocery store. No, yeah. There should be some standards. Right. Same with going back to the gun laws. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, not everyone should own. No, I mean, a yeah, firearm. you're a felon, a convicted felon that that therefore is violent. You know, yeah, right. that, yeah. And and right, and that's so. Yeah, that's where I was going. Absolutely. Uh, 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 any health issue, like like I was saying with rape. That may not be a physical health issue, even though it was forced, and I don't think that's right. But the idea of it being a mental health issue, because now this woman has to raise a child that was forced on her via rape. Right. That could be psychologically damaging. And maybe the the suspect is going to set his happy ass in jail while we support him. Is that fair? No. Oh, no, no. No, he needs to go out and dig some ditches. (laughs) There you go. And that's... And see that, and that's... Think about what he's done. That's sort of where we're at uh, uh, with rape, and I'm kind of with you. Uh, I, rape. I mean, we're talking about abortion, but yeah, rape's, rape. rape's an issue. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking about rape. But I don't like the idea of abortion being because I just wasn't financially ready. I think that is a terrible argument, because here's my thoughts on that. <clears throat> what are you doing having sex, promiscuous sex? I mean, it might not even be promiscuous. It may just been uh, sex with your boyfriend. She did it unprotected, knowing full well that sex 
is reproduct is, a, is an act of reproduction. You know that there's consequences that could come from that sex. So why are you having sex in the first place when you're not financially ready? My opinion on it. What do you think? I, I, there, there can be so many things involved, even on financial situation. Okay, you're right. There could psychologically, be psychologically. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot that yeah. can be taken in. Yeah, and and it's not that I, it's not that I sit here and say that, you know. But it, doctors aren't qualified to do it. Attorneys can't be aren't qualified to say yay they or can't, nay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it has to be the individual, mm-hmm. and it may be a wrestle with his or her, her morals or her morals. Not just maybe it's a, a combination of both him and her going. You know what? We we was doing this, this, and this before we did that, and now we we we, we can't. Not, we're we're not, you're right, right, right. Okay, okay, all right. No, I'm with you. I like that. Um, now I like the idea that you're bringing men into this idea of abortion. So now my curiosity is. So currently, there are no laws anywhere. Yeah. Nowhere found in the U.S. that makes a woman have to get a man's consent for abortion. It's not a thing. Right, but he has to pay child support. You're damn right he does. <laughs> Shit. So now let's. Now here's my thoughts too. Is this is this is this is ugly. Every time I ever bring up abortion. Yep. Every time I bring up abortion to anybody that is maybe pro-choice. They bring up the idea of adoption. Why? What are you going to take care of these kids if those the adults can't? Da, da, da. But here's where I have a problem. We are not talking about adoption. That is a different subject altogether. I have an issue with how the adoption system works in our country. I do. I have an issue with how they treat kids. I have an issue with who is. Yeah, but none of that's reported. I mean, none. Th- they don't want to talk about that side of the house either. And you know what? Yeah, it's not All right. Yeah. No, you're right. They, they, and you don't see that as often. That's a perfect system, according to the news right now. Well, the news, right, right. Because they don't want that being, I mean, and why, why well, would that's you... That's a good point. Now, I mean, why would you think that that's, now that's, a, that's the case? Why do you think that there's not a whole lot of uh, adopted children maybe getting messed up in the, the system? Why is that not reported as much? Lobbyists. The you money's know, not there. Well, the first thing I would have thought was a lot of these are left-leaning sites. And they don't want to show... That our adoption system's broken. Oh, I, that could be too. You know, I I, I don't know. Maybe they, they're they're finding a way to. And now this is sort of the, again opinions, people. Just remember that we we talk about gun control, right? Okay. So the United States would be one of the safest countries in the entire world. One of the safest. It would be like second or third if four cities in our country were not included in the statistics. And those four cities, I believe, Indianapolis, New York, I could be getting this wrong now, but I know it's Chicago. And now I can't remember the fourth one. But these four cities are Democrat-controlled cities with extremely strict gun laws. And they're the most violent cities we have. And that puts us at the damn near bottom of the list. Those four cities alone. Four. So... Uh, it's it's a control thing. That's what I, that's what I'm looking at. That's what I see this as. It, 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 I I, I, you know, I hate to paint a rainbow to this little picture, mm-hmm. but I'm going to. <laughs> He's now an artist, everybody. At the same time, if let's say I, I, New Zealand came across the waters and want to attack New York, mm-hmm. those same violent individuals that are armed, mm-hmm. 
are going to be the best resistance. Yeah, they'll, they'll help. Well, I mean, they'll be there. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, I'm just excluding the, the government and all that. But <laughs> We're going with the suicide uh, squad it, idea. It, just... Let's say they come in. I ain't seeing them come into the, the certain gang neighborhoods. Right, right. They're right. going to take over. Yeah, that's not going to happen. So, yeah, we can spin that, but you know, it, where I was going with it, those, yeah, those cities have what? Millions of people in millions. it. Millions, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're all fighting for one little corner. Mm-hmm. Every time. You ain't wrong. And I see it. I do. I'm with you on it. And there's innocent victims. I get you. Yeah. And that's that's sort of where I see a lot of this going is things aren't reported correctly. And, and to go back on the topic we're talking about, and, and that's with abortion. You're not wrong. A lot of statistics have been jacked up through the, me- the media as well. Of course, the, the one thing that even the media wants to keep tossing out is the idea of rape and incest through abortion. So now I have to laugh because, again, I just gave you guys the only fa- it's facts. It's straight facts from three different studies. Guttmacher Institute, CDC, and BMC Women's Health. Three places that unbiasedly do research. And right there is the information stating, hey, that's probably not the smartest thing in the world. So... Now, uh, what's cool about this, and it's it's almost like you, it's almost like you're reading my information before I'm telling you, but you always seem to want to just talk about the next subject, and you brought in religion as far as abortion <laughs> and why. So religion, that's a great, that's a great place to start. Now let's let 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 let, let, let me start and give you my take on what I want to talk about. I am not a believer of any religion. I don't believe in any re- religion. I just, I don't believe in any of them. I don't believe in a god. Um, I believe in the idea of biology where we're just, you know, we, <laughs> we're, we're a result of a reproductive act and we live until our lifespan is over. We die and that's the end of it. Is that special? No. Are we special? I don't believe so. I mean, look at the universe. I haven't seen shit. It's just this vast amounts of light years of, you know, nothing. Of course, there's, I believe aliens, but that's a whole nother, <laughs> that's a whole nother subject. <laughs> but... Uh, I'm sorry. It, it's it's it is a fluke in my mind that we all we we were at the right distance to be created, but I think that that's where it came from is that we were created from billions of years of evolution. Now, uh, of course, it does seem silly to some, but of course, religion seems silly to me. Now, that is me. That is my opinion. Now, I like this because I am now I, I, Terrence. I know yeah. that you are a religious man. You do believe in God. I do, and that is awesome. And I and, and I want everyone to know that this is the way you should do it. And I'm saying you have to, but something you think about. If you don't believe in in, in a religion, that is perfectly fine. But having having to a conversation with someone that does believe is not a bad thing, and definitely shouldn't be persecuting them for their beliefs when you don't want them persecuting you for not believing. So take this as a lesson. But yes, Terrence here believes believes in God. So now, what is your religious preference? And why, out of curiosity, what do you believe in and why do you believe it? I, I uh, well, I'm a Catholic. I'm not a good Catholic. Matter of <laughs> fact, uh, <laughs> when I was, when I was getting uh, confirmed, uh, the, you know, uh, you have to confess your sins. Right. And I did. And, and I said, so I'm, I'm, I asked the father if I was now able to go to heaven. He goes, well, now she commit more sins. And I said, well, then what? Well, it depends whether you have, you know, you get forgiven before you, you die. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. He goes, what do you mean? I said, well, I'm, I'm good with that. 
halfway up's better than halfway down. <laughs> which he didn't see the humor, you know. <laughs> halfway up's better than halfway. I got, I got eternity. You know? <laughs> oh, no, that's perfect, David. I love it. Oh, that's such a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Oh, no, that's great. That's so great. But, uh, no, I, I, things just, I, 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 there's another presence in my life. You feel it as a, as sort of a religious background. That's a religious background. Okay. So you, you, like, like, there's just that presence and I can, I can ask God and you, he's not going to grant you everything you want. Right, He'll right. Grant you, I don't think that's his goal. He may not grant you everything you need, but every, he's granted me everything I've needed. He, he gave you what you needed to succeed. Right. And you've, you've been able to Is succeed. Is it to the level I want? No, but that's not my will. Right. I, I'll still... It's... Uh, I'm at his, his... His pace, not mine. Okay. No, that's great. Great answer. Absolutely wonderful answer. <laughs> you know? No, I love it. No, that's good. And that is the cool part about religion is that it's a viewpoint. It's a viewpoint. It's... It's... Uh, I've, I've had to try to push this. I don't want to push it as well, it's like... Uh, if I may, on, on my same God, it could be the Native Americans' uh, uh, big father or whatever. It could oh, be, okay. It, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? God, it's it's same, it could yeah, be yeah, yeah. anything. You know, the, Just a higher power in general. Power, higher power. Right, right. What I call that higher power may not be what Native Americans call them. The, the Ethiopians call them, the, you know, the other nations in the world may have a different name for the same entity. Okay. No, that's, yeah, that actually makes a good point. So the idea would be that even though, yes, you're, you, you are a, a Catholic, in a way, you just believe in a, 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 an omnipotent power that has sort of a guideline on our life. You're right. And there is a heaven and hell, I'm assuming that you believe. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that's, I want to go halfway up. Instead of halfway down. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's a quote that I'm keeping forever, Terrence, just so you know. <laughs> no, but uh, that's that's great. So, um, now, I've been, like I was talking about before, it's a point that I try to bring to people's, I, to, to people's minds that, and, and I share this with you, but I'll share it, I share it the same with people who don't believe like me. That it is an individual belief system. Mm-hmm. That even though you may believe in the same thing that millions of others believe, that does not mean that you're right. Same with me. Just because I don't believe and I see it as a scientific answer, that does not mean that does not mean that I am right or that we are right. No. So instead of people stating that religion, oh, oh, oh that's it, you're going to hell. How do you know? You have no freaking clue if I'm going to hell or not. So I don't like it when people push this massive idea of religion onto anybody when it is an individual belief system. Mm -hmm. You have never done that. So I want everybody to hear that now. He has never done that to me. And that's why we're good friends. I enjoy his company and I know he's religious. He enjoys my company. Well, I think he does. And (laughs) I I am not religious. So... So there's sort of that's sort of the thought process instead of getting so tied up in someone else's religious beliefs let them have what they have I mean as long as you guys can you know what I mean agree on a few things which obviously me and him do what's the problem so I think that's great I think it's awesome um, a little bit more background on Terrence that I didn't even know um, so now this sort of leads into the political end of this 
uh, Trump uh, claimed, now he didn't do it fully, but he tried to repeal parts of the Johnson Amendment. And the Johnson Amendment, now I will I will go in a little bit of information for everybody. 1954 is when the Johnson Amendment was enacted. It was actually named after Lyndon B. Johnson, who was the one that proposed it, the original okay. uh, guy that proposed it. Now, it sort of outlines uh, who is tax exempt, what uh, religious groups, how, how a religious group can be tax exempt. Um, and it also outlines who can contribute to political elections and campaigns, um, religion being the big factor with those, those con- contributions. Uh, with the idea of the Johnson Amendment being repealed, that means now, if it were actually uh, enacted, which it has not been completely, and that is why it's not that hot of a topic, but at the same time, it's something I think about. <laughs> um, <laughs> The church now would have to pay taxes. So, of course, what they can do is anonymously, um, they can anonymously contribute to campaigns. And those those contributions are tax deductible. Which sounds doesn't sound the worst, I guess, for most of us, because we all think that's... I, I, well, most of us on my end think that churches not paying taxes seems a little jacked up to me. They collect and collect and collect and don't give anything back to anybody other than obviously, yes, I can't say that no churches don't give back. Communities get a lot of money from churches, stuff like that. So I can't say that. But I can say that they're not on the political end. You know, I'd have, that's debatable, in my opinion. Which, which, which part? Which part? <laughs> they give back to communities. Okay. Mm. It's some communities they give back to, not all communities. Religion has become such a business in my mind. That's why I say I'm a Catholic, just not a good one. <laughs> there you go. There you um, go. <laughs> I don't buy into everything the churches, whether it's Catholic or whatever church. Yeah. It's a business. Do they need that big cathedral out there in California? Not the Catholics, but the other. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Said it's evangelical. Yeah. It's evangelical. Or that big yeah, one yeah. down in Texas. Or, or, or are you telling me they need that kind of. And if you want to go with the Catholic, you know, Rome, for example. All the artwork in there and all the books. It's not even open to the public. Right, right. I can't even get to it if I went there with my little Catholic card. <laughs> wait, not wait, that wait. I have a Catholic card. I'm just I saying. was gonna say, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> Catholics have a card now? <laughs> Why is that not something I knew? Because that's just great. Dude. But the thing it is, it's not open. Okay. So you can't just open up a a library card and go in there. Yeah, like the Dead Sea Scrolls like are just not almost non existent, but Okay, so I, it's become a business. So, yeah, I think they should be open to taxes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can they still spread the word? Yeah. Let, let's give them a good deductible. But they can't deduct a whole... Contribution. Contribution. Right, right. No, Because no. we can't. Yeah. And, and that's what's scary about the Johnson you give back, You give them money and they give it back. Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> It just it's just crock. Yeah, and and that's that's where I sit too. Is I, I look at the Johnson Amendment now. Trump was the one. Trump was the one that was trying to repeal it. Now you know I like Trump. Yeah, I do too, absolutely. But that's he's a, all about money. He is. He's a, he's a businessman. <laughs> he's he is a, a businessman business before he was ever president, and it shows. I like that because he's done a wonderful thing to it. He's he's, he's given us money, and I think that's he's a huge given thing. back more than money. He's given back our pride and power. Yeah, I like that. He's, I do too. He has 
shown us that it is cap- we are as a, as a country as a whole capable of strong arming uh, countries that may not like us. Right. Like there's China. No, there's no need to kiss in their butt. No. He just strong armed the hell out of China. And here we are now at a phase one trade deal with them that's bringing $200 billion back into our economy. That is an amazing feat. Because now, and also with this phase one, he's also keeping uh, 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 the, the trade secrets issue that we had where, where basically China was saying, we'll, get, we'll trade you with this, but you also got to give us secrets as to how you made that. And yeah. that, that, that's bullshit, in bullshit, my opinion. Yeah. So I really like that that is not, that is now actually becoming a, a sort of a prosecutable offense. So Trump has done a lot of good things. But the one thing that I can tell you that I don't like much is that he is trying or has at least tried to repeal the Johnson Amendment. Now, I like it because churches, I believe, should stay separate from politics. That is my biggest thing. Politics are 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 government are, are governing the people, whereas church, that's 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 a higher power sort of issue. And and I'm sorry, I'll say it, it's faith based. You know it. It's a faith based. Oh, thing. I was going to go with cult, but <laughs> well, there we go. But it's faith based. So it is. It's it's, just a, it's it is. You have zero percent proof that God exists, yet you 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 believe it because you feel it. You have the faith in it, and that is amazing. You can have feeling for. You can have that. But there's so many religions out there too mm-hmm. that 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 uh, leader in that church knows all and is all. And yeah, people yeah. just follow that one person. <laughs> what his what he says that's what goes. That's what goes, and, and they just take it as as well religion. That's silly to me. So yeah, same here. I like the idea that here we are. Look at that. Two people completely opposite end. Of the religious spectrum, and we agree on something. So, like I told y'all, just start debating. Stop, stop getting you know tied up in the fact that someone didn't agree with you. But, uh, so that's good. This is great. That's great. That's great to hear. Um, now, there were some other talking points of religion, but we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that some other time. Not not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll skip over a little bit. Uh, we're actually having such a good conversation that we're almost at 50 minutes. So I'm going to just kind of skim ahead and pass one of them. And I'm going to go straight into the 2020 election. Now, <laughs> yeah, fun, right? All right. So I, I have a list here. Now, I'm, I, I completely understand you may not understand all of the names, but I have a list of all of the presidential candidates for the 2020 election. Again, a lot of these are... are it's, this is this is actually an off list. I was reading through it and I saw that uh, Beto O'Rourke is still on here, and I had to laugh at that because I'm like, oh wait 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 wait, that he 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 announced that he's no longer running. Same with Cory Booker. He quit. <clears throat> Excuse me. He he stopped. But wanted to throw it out there because I am talking to uh, someone that will probably, uh, at least in my opinion, vote Republican. So I here the Republican candidates we have currently: Mark Sanford. Donald Trump, Joe Walsh, Bill Weld. That's it. Four. Now, none of them seem amazing. We've got... Uh, let me give you some information. Oh, Republican, Republicans. Oh, yeah. yeah. So these are Republicans. <laughs> I'll give you some information on them just so you have it. Okay. So uh, Mark Sanford, he uh, was a governor of South Carolina from January 20, 2003 to January 2011. Uh, he was a uh, representative uh, from 95 to 2001 and from May 2013 to January 2019. So he's had some time uh, in the House, uh, sort of where he sits. Donald Trump, we know where the hell he's been. Obviously, 
uh, one time only uh, political position was, you know, the president of the United States. But at the same time, he has had his hand in politics or at least has known politicians almost all his life. I'm sure he's bought a few. <laughs> you know, maybe. I mean, him and, for sale. did you hear some of the things he talked about with Reagan? He, he loved Reagan. Him and Reagan had met and they were really cool. Uh, apparently, Obama loved him up in, well, literally up until he got he got elected. I don't understand <laughs> that either. The American dream is Donald Trump. Everyone you know? loves money. Uh, of course. And then Joe <laughs> Walsh. Now, Joe Walsh, I've heard the name before. He's actually a conservative radio talk show host or was. Uh, he was a U.S. representative from January 2011 to January 2013. Not a lot of, <clears throat> excuse me, not a lot of time in politics. But then again, I'm learning that we don't need that to understand what the country wants. And then not uh, only half the country. Only half. Depends <laughs> which half. Yeah, really. Uh, and then Bill Weld, uh, governor of Massachusetts from 91 to 97. Uh, he was an assistant attorney general for the criminal division, 86 to 88. So he has not been in politics a whole lot lately. So out of those four candidates, now I'm not saying you've got to tell me, but what 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 what's your takes on the runners for the presidency as opposed to Donald Trump? I, I would look at them and not think they've got much of a chance up on Donald Trump. But that's mm, sort of my the, I, I'm with you. I don't think they have much of a chance um, for Donald Trump. One because he was not in politics before. Mm-hmm. He may not be up and up. I mean, I'm not saying he's all that. There's probably a lot in his past, his business yeah. career, that that I would not agree with. Well, crisscross pass with some politics maybe in his past. You know, or just business. Cutthroat yeah. business. Right, right. I, I'm under the firm belief, and I have to say this, I'm under the firm belief that Trump is not the most stand-up guy I've ever met. No, he's not. Never even met him. I can't but say that. there's no. a lot of businessmen that I wouldn't do business with either mm-hmm. nor will I do business that way you know yeah it, it, it just isn't in me but politics wise but politics is a different story and I think Trump did it right and second person was the other per, uh, I think the second guy you Joe Walsh that wasn't into politics much not much he had, he had two years as a US rep and I'd, that was it I'd probably look into him a little closer just out of curiosity. Just out a, of curiosity. He was a conservative radio talk show host, actually. And I, I've listened to some of his stuff. And you wouldn't hate it. So if that's somebody that you want to take a look at, I, I think you should. But you, should, you know, you, you say, you know, talk show host. But a lot of times they're reading up on things and they're smart. So he may actually have a brain on him. He yeah. may actually have a brain, not yeah. a, a puppet. <laughs> I like that idea. So... But and you know what I, I kind of stand with you on it, which is hilarious to me. But uh, both of us support both Donald Trump and Joe Walsh. He was the one that I looked at and went, "I'm not against that." Mark Sanford was not somebody I looked at uh, seriously. Um, South Carolina's issues over the last two decades have been too much for me. But anyway, so then uh, obviously you probably won't have a great opinion on it, but I will just skim the Democrats. All right, <laughs> we're gonna skim the Democrats. I got Michael Bennett. Uh, Don't know him. He's a current uh, senator uh, out of out of the Senate. He, from what I saw in his voting record a couple of days ago, I was actually looking this guy up. Um, yeah, he's anti-Republican almost everything. Well, I'm sure. Everything. Uh, then you've got Joe Biden. Now we know enough about Joe Biden, don't we? Yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> Former pres- uh, vice president, uh, U.S. senator from '73 to 2009. The man was a senator longer than I've been born. Damn near, damn near, and that's, uh, in my opinion, that's pretty pathetic. 
Well, again, what his record's not that great. Mm-hmm. It took eight years to get what they wanted in, in mm-hmm. which was Obamacare. Right. But it took too long. Why yeah. did it take too long? And then we're, we're not even going to mention his son making money off of this. Yeah. Uh, come on. And then Barisma with yeah his son. Yep, that's yeah. that's that's a good point. Uh, Bill De Blasio, uh, current I think the yeah current mayor of uh, New York, um, and he was a public advocate from 2010 to 2013. Um, New my, York. My my pick is already gone. I think that was what Yang. Oh, he's still there. Oh, he's still there. We'll get there. I kind of like Yang. We'll get there because well, I don't okay, hate well, the I'll guy, wait, but I'll it, wait. but at the same time I got some points about him. Oh sure. Um, Not that I'm going to go vote Democrat, I can tell you that right now. <laughs> switch over, Yang. If you hear this podcast, switch over until you get an extra vote. <laughs> All right, Michael Bloomberg, uh, mayor of New York City from 2002 to 2013, founder and CEO of Bloomberg LP. He's a billionaire. Yeah, how do you become a billionaire if you spent most of that time in politics? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> We, he's kind of an old fart, but at the and same time... I don't time, even see one of those little bobby head dolls, <laughs> you know, so it can't be on action figures. <laughs> Apparently the beer is getting to us more. But, uh, no, yeah. it's just... All right, we got Cory Booker, who has <laughs> dropped out of the Senate, or the, dropped out of the running, so I won't cover him. Steve Bullock. Uh, we're just going to go quicker here. Pete Buttigieg. Julian Castro. Uh, wow. John Delany. Now, Tulsi Gabbard, that's one of the... That's one of the uh, uh, the candidates that I almost do like, but I've got a reason for it. So we can go back to that because I actually do like her. I don't hate her at all. She's a uh, city council member out of Honolulu. She's a representative out of Hawaii, and she was the ones the one rep- representative out of the house that voted present during the impeachment because she said, "I believe that Trump should be impeached, but this process, this partisan process, I think is wrong, and I shouldn't be voting party line." She voted for herself and no one else. And that is the one thing I can take from her that I do respect. And I like it. Uh, Kirsten Gillibrand. I'm going to say that fucked up. She's a senator. Uh, Kamala Harris. We believe did drop out too, didn't she? Yeah, she's gone. Yeah, John Hickenlooper. Wow. He's in. Jay Inslee, uh, Governor of Washington. Amy, and I'm never going to say that name right, Klebuker. I'm screwing that up. She's a senator. Uh, of course, I've heard her name probably, but I don't know how to say it. Uh, Wayne Messam. Messam? I don't know. Seth Moulton. He's a representative. Beto O'Rourke, who is no longer running. Uh, Deval Patrick. Tim Ryan. Bernie Sanders. Everybody's favorite socialist. You know, yeah, and they don't even understand socialism. Apparently, if he's trying to push it still. A lot of people think they're poor. Yeah. And, and they may be poor. Mm-hmm. However, they think, oh, I'm going to get half of the rich people stuff. Right. Socialism doesn't work like that. Yeah. You got a ha- you got a peanut butter jelly sandwich, <laughs> and that's all you got. Socialism, you'll give half of that to someone else because they may not have it. It's a, your neighbor's got to have it. They're broke. So. They're, they, yeah, they don't have half of your peanut butter jelly. Well, they do now if he gets in. Yeah, there it is. But try to convince these young people. Yeah. That's, there's that's... nothing free. No, there's not, and, and that's what's funny to me is socialism has that. Like, how many times can you you can Google socialism and you can Google the the the, the, the countries that have gone through socialist issues, you know, uh, 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 Russia and, and Venezuela, the current the big current one that everybody's like, holy crap, 
But I mean, like they're, they're, they're these kids, they'll, they'll say things like, well, it hasn't been tried right. So what makes you think we're going to get it right? They, they don't care. They just know there's billionaires out there, millionaires out there, and they're just skimping by from paycheck to paycheck. And you know what? That's that's the life. It's life. It's exactly. a shitty part of it. Yeah. But you'll eventually get a hit. It's the timing. Looking at somebody. Right, do you have... Okay. Remember, we will go back to the religion. Okay. You'll get what you need, or I got what I've needed. Yeah. Never gone hungry. I've always had a shelter over my head. So I had food, clothing, shelter. You took care of what you needed to. Needs. To, 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 Not to. the wants. And this is one Whoa. society Whoa. built on want. That I like. That I like. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Politics with Tony. All right. Welcome back. This is Politics with Tony. This is... Uh, my special guest uh, segment. I'm here with uh, one of my good friends from work. His name is Terrence Burns. He is a a. I was we're finding out not the best Catholic ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's a Catholic. He uh, is a Trump supporter. But he also has his. Uh, now we're talking a little bit here offline, and I think he might actually have a Democratic candidate he doesn't hate. So we're gonna keep going through these Democratic candidates like we were earlier. And just see where he stands on them. So, Joe Sestak. I don't know if I'm saying that right. U.S. Representative from 2007 to 2011. And he was a nominee for the U.S. Senate and uh, PA for in 2010. Obviously, didn't make it. Uh, he's on there. John, uh, Tom Steyer. Founder of the Farallon Capital and Next Gen America. So, it's another capitalist. Uh, and now, that's... I gotta, I gotta admit, that's kind of funny to me. That a another capitalist has made the ranks of Democratic nominees since they hate capitalism so much. And then name it after it. <laughs> <laughs> Capital. No, why don't you say social? I don't know. But <laughs> but that's the that's another one. Then we got, oh God. Now I have to laugh at this guy. This guy pisses me off. He's a complete, in my opinion, like I said, I, I threw out the disclaimer earlier, but here it is again. These are our opinions and views. This is not something that reflects everyone. Uh, this is just two guys chatting in a, in, in a, in a, in a sort of a shop, just bullshitting. So Eric Swalwell. Now, most of us have seen his name come up. And if some of you have been tracking the impeachment, which, uh, Terrence has been tracking it enough, but he has not seen Swalwell. I mean, man, that's not, might not been a name that he saw, but Eric Swalwell is a avid Trump hater. He does not like Trump. He has been pushing to get Trump out of office since this all started. Um, he is now running for the presidency. He is a representative. Um, he is from 2013 to now, and he was a member of the Dublin City Council from December 2010 to 2013. I do not like that man at all. He says damn near the same exact things, and you'll love this when I say it, that Pelosi says. Hmm. So, if you wanted to get a good idea of who the hell Eric Swalwell is, there it is. He's basically a Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> and the laughing should have gave it away. I'll <laughs> just picture him in a dress. Mm. You know. That, <laughs> Probably I, wears the same clothes. But you can't. Talks the same talk. Walks the same walk. You might even drink as much, <laughs> drink the same. He was the one. Now, I've got I to gotta say this out of just fun. Because like I said, this is more of a fun segment. 
he was the one while he was having an interview and I don't remember the media outlet he was talking to. He was, he was doing an interview with them. And I mean, while he was talking the biggest fart rip you've ever heard, he was <laughs> while talking farted his way through that. And all of us were like, what the <laughs> So well, just like any of them, we're just talking out their ass. <laughs> Well, there you go, people. So you all know that basically politics is fart noise. (laughs) Perfect. I love it. I love it. Now, let's move on to the next one. Elizabeth Warren, U.S. Senator from 2013 to now, Special Advisor to the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau from 2010 to 2011. Uh, She is a, in essence, she's a socialist. Now, here's... Here's something that I thought of. You know, to me, she's almost like a, a gold digger. <laughs> I mean, she just first was Native American because she thought that would go with the American people. Now found out she's not Native American. Okay, I made a mistake. Uh, just what I grew up with. I mean, she tries. But she tries. She tries. <laughs> that didn't work. Let's no. try another. Right, mind. right, right. Now, okay. So let me let me bring up a point. Just see your thoughts on this. Uh, uh, she proposed during all of this, uh, uh, the debates that she was having, the Democratic debates that you could see on some of the, the media outlets. Yeah. One of the proposals that she had put up was that in order to fund her health care program yeah. that she had put in place, which I looked at and went, what in the fuck is she doing? The idea was that she was going to tax billionaires every single dollar after they make a billion, <laughs> after a billion dollars. What? Every dollar, a penny. Okay. And apparently, through all of this, it was going to fund... Well, you, uh, if you're a millionaire, you're not going to tax millionaires. You're going to go with af- after billionaires. That's what she did. She's going well, after that's, billionaires. That's, yeah. Well, there you go. Now, I guess we got to have someone in poverty so we can actually <laughs> see some gain on that. <laughs> he doesn't want to be he doesn't want to be poor anymore, right? Uh, let's just go 500,000, you know. Everyone's making over 500,000. <laughs> right, yeah, that's a we good get point. one penny for $1. Right, right. So, that was her plan. <laughs> then I looked into the mathematics behind it. What is there, like three billionaires? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you this much. The amount of money that she could collect from billionaires... Uh, would not fund her uh, her health care plan past the first three quarters of the first year she gets voted in. Yeah, not enough billionaires. It's not enough. So. And if you only made a million, then you really don't want to get taxed. So you got to be a multi-millionaire. Then you're something now. Right, right, right. You're not uh, getting taxed. And I, I did that wrong. She's not a gold digger. She's more like a speculator. Like a gold speculator, I'll dig in this hole, see what kind of nugget I can find here. Oh, that didn't work. I'll go dig over here. Perfect. Um, you know, <laughs> that didn't work. I'll go try another hole. There you go. Yeah, let's see what we got. Right, right. Well, no, and and that's what's the sad part about it is she does believe that her her healthcare plan was just completely covered. Now uh, I gotta laugh too because the one thing that she did say, and she said this on the trail a few times. That she will wear pink in support of Planned Parenthood and abortions if she gets inaugurated or if she gets voted in. On inauguration day, she'll wear pink for abortions. Dig another hole. There it is. Oh, there it is. So we've got some we've got some fun opinions going here. I mean that's that's her though. And now I I you know what, to be honest, I'm agreeing. So where's all these mathematicians? That's my question. 
It, you don't hear about the mathematicians going, you know, that doesn't add up. Yeah, right, right. That, of course, that isn't. And when it's said, it, of course, they just have. They've, they've got no response. Well, they they no, never they do. Never they don't do. know what to say. So I, I agree. And then uh, 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 let's let's move on. Just the last, the last two here. Marianne Will- Williamson. Okay. Uh, she is not a politician at all. Lecturer, activist, and author. Of what? Author you, of what? I will tell you this now. I have no idea. <laughs> but I, got, I, I, I'm, I, I've heard the name a few times. Never actually looked into it. So, out of curiosity, I'm probably going to do so. It'll probably be some book. Like it takes a vill- It takes more than just a village. It takes two villages for this. Because <laughs> <laughs> the cost of living's higher now. There you go. <laughs> now. Let's get to a subject that I think that you and I will have some fun with. Andrew right. Yang. Oh, okay. He's the last on the list. You were talking earlier about how you support Andrew Yang. No, so I don't not, support Andrew. You're right, you're right, you're right. Would, don't support If him. I was a Democrat, he'd probably be my pick because now, he's close to Republican. Not quite, but close. Now, what, what brings him closer to the Republican side of this? Well, the, my side is not a, not a politician. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, politics are awesome in he a is. way. You love politics. I know you do. I do. And I hate bureaucracy and politics because I think it'd be a good thing, but it's just right now another money scheme. Yeah, right, right, right. Now, he is the founder of Venture for America. Um, he is not a stupid individual. He is a very smart individual. Right. Very smart. But the problem I'm seeing, and this is something that I, I, I have addressed a few times with some other friends, didn't get good answers. His suggestion is that he, once he gets voted in, will give $1,000 a month to everyone. Nothing's free. So you're going to be taxed somewhere to get that $1,000 right, back. Right, and that is my question. Let's go back to the Bush years. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, we got the, 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 there was a, if you had children, you'd get so much back, right? Right. And you got that much back. I think it was thousand five hundred like or a thousand. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, good tax deduction. Yeah, right? and then the following year, you got charged for that thousand dollars. You had to pay taxes on it. The little extra. So you might as well kept it. Yeah, and it was and a feel good thing. I don't need to feel good for that. Just and that's all. I think I see Andrew Yang's. Ooh, excuse me. I'm sorry. He he's pushing the idea of again. Free money, and there's nothing free. There really isn't. There really isn't. And, and he's pushing for free money, which all that screams to me, with the way he's with the way he talks about how it's going to fund and how it's going to work, is that it's literally democratic socialism. It, it is. It's just without the a lot. I mean, he's still for capitalism, I believe. In a way. In a absolutely. way. Absolutely. He's a business owner. Why Does wouldn't he, he be? want to? Yeah, he's a business owner. Learn politics just like Trump. Right. So if I was going to back a Democrat, mm-hmm. he'd be it. Okay. So Andrew Yang would be the Democratic pick for Terrence. Um, I'll go ahead and publicly say it. If I was Democrat and I needed to pick anybody, it would be Tulsi Gabbard. Now, here's why. Okay. This is just thoughts. We were talking offline a little bit. She's not the ugliest thing we've ever seen. <laughs> she, she, she's actually... Uh, I love the fact that she's in shape. I, I do sort of the workout and shape thing. I like to try to keep myself, you know, fit and healthy. Uh, and I love that she'll do that. And she actually has posted videos <laughs> of her own workouts, her own diets. And I, th- I think that's great. No, I, think I think that's great too. I'm more of like, if you don't like me, you can lower your standards. 
and our fun segment's just taking a twist here. It's great. No, um, <laughs> no, that's, and, and, and here's the thing about Tulsi, okay, so uh, I told you she's a representative out of Hawaii. Yeah. She is uh, one of, I think she was the only Democrat that during the impeachment vote in the House, she voted not present. The reason she claimed that she voted not present was because, yes, she does believe that President Trump should be, absolutely should be impeached. And I'm not against that. I, it's her choice. It's her view. But she also said, she said why she voted that way is because I can't vote party line with a party that is doing this completely partisan because this is, should not, this should not be a partisan effort as per the founding fathers, which the Democrats want to keep talking about how the founding fathers meant this to be or that to be. They talk about impeachment a lot and they bring up the founding fathers. The founding fathers had mentioned it needs to be bipartisan and it is not a bipartisan effort currently. It is a completely partisan issue. The Democrats are the only ones pissed off. So she voted not present because she did not feel in good conscience that she could vote and she also stated that it had a lot to do with the fact that she's running for president. So what I saw through her choice of votes and her choice of or choice of vote and her choice of words was that she actually has a lot of respect for the executive branch, the presidential seat, and the American people in their opinion. That is what I see when I see that vote. That is why if there was any Democrat that we talked about tonight. Uh, that I would vote for it would be Tulsi Gabbard. What I don't like is the the voting record. I looked at her represent her her, her uh, representative voting record, and she voted for the ban of assault type weapons, and she voted against the Carry Conceal Reciprocity Act, giving us most you know, all states the guarantee to be able to do it. She voted against it. She's not very pro second amendment at all now people say she is because her stand on that is she wants to talk to the NRA and sit down with them come up with some common sense ideas for for gun for gun control so now uh, now that I've said that what what do you see where do you see Tulsi Gabbard standing between uh, her and Andrew Yang out of curiosity just just curious who's making more money not not for who individually mm-hmm. for DNC. That's a good point. That is a good point. They uh, don't make money. They don't get, they don't go to round two. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of, unless uh, they call a friend. It, it, right. Right. <laughs> and if you've noticed, if you've noticed through these, 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 uh, not only the impeachment, but, but, but also these primaries, uh, it, it is really dependent upon how much money is being pulled in by each of these candidates. And yeah. that's, it is. And that is the sad fact. You are not wrong when you say that. So, yeah, that's a good point. Um, well, Terrence, we've covered impeachment. We've covered uh, gun control. We've covered abortion. We've covered religion. We've covered the 2020 election. Um, how about some final thoughts on political issues currently? Anything. Just spill some things. i just just curious to see where you stand on anything else that we didn't talk about or just more thoughts on anything we did. I mean, I'm just saying, you, you say what you want. Uh, I'm just, I'm curious as to just some footnotes to maybe what we've talked about already, you know, impeachment, uh-huh. you know, you, 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 it, I think you know, it's silly I'm, too. I'm anxious to see how the impeachment works out. Yeah. I, I actually think it'll, 
I, I actually believe somehow it's kind of disappeared for a later date because everything's moving too fast, too soon. Yeah. And if he gets acquitted, then how are they going to bring it up during the election year? Right. So that, yeah, how are they going to use that against him? That's, exactly. That's how to, you know what, honestly, in, in all curiousness, I'm uh, wondering some of the same things. And I, I you know, he's done some things that I, I'm, I'm not totally for. Mm-hmm. There, you know, but he's he has done a lot of things that I am for. Right, right. On uh, black unemployment, lowest it's ever been. Black uh, or, or women unemployment, lowest it's ever been. Same with uh, Hispanics, Chinese um, uh, prison. I know I actually talked about this with a, a BLM website that I'm on, or a, a Facebook page I'm on. BLM, Black Lives Matter. They were talking a lot of trash about Joy Via. Now Joy Via, uh, I don't know the I don't know where she went I of course I, I didn't look into that but she was wearing a big old dress that had American flags on it with Trump 2020 and all oh, that during stuff. the Grammys that was a Grammys it thank you Grammys. thank you there it is read it on the news there you go <laughs> I looked it up out of curiosity she's half black okay now well I might I might actually screw that up she might be a quarter black but it, it doesn't matter apparently according to the BLM is that black lives matter okay okay they were trashing her because she was wearing that dress. And they said that anyone who supports fascism is wrong. Okay. And there it is, coming from a, a group that oh. will kill white cops just to kill them. But anyway, um, <laughs> that that's another subject for another day, yes. We are not racist. We just shoot any white guy. Yep, there it is. That's it. But and that's the point. I even brought that up. I said, "Why?" You know. But uh, uh, so my my thought process on that when I say that when I was bringing it up was that why why is it that you know we have groups that advocate certain issues? You know, have absolutely they can advocate whatever the hell it is they want because that's sort of what they do. You know, you have abortion, adoption. We talked about that before. They've got groups that advocate yeah, them. But it goes still okay. It goes back to. The religion thing when I said they follow one person and what that person says is golden. There you no go. No individual thought or process. Exactly. That's a good point. Yeah. You ain't wrong. You are 100% right. I, and I see the same thing you're saying. I, I see that, you know, BLM, of course, they got mad. Uh, um, Sterling. Sterling was his name. I brought this up a lot of times because back when it happened, it pissed me off. There was a story where there was a man who was. At the time, the story goes, he was loitering outside of a gas station. His name is Sterling. Cops showed up. There was four of them. Uh, he resisted arrest. They shot and killed him. Everybody was upset. Well, it was a white cop killing him. First and foremost, it was an Asian cop. Let's just get that right. He was Chinese, I believe. But anyway, he was Asian. Okay. Of Asian descent. So he wasn't white. You want to cry me a river all you want. It wasn't a white guy. Second, and this is the big part. Everybody was saying how how much of a stand-up family and community man he was. Even though the reason those cops were even trying to arrest him was because twice they 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 put it out that he he needed to register as a sex offender. Why? Because back in the day, he put guns to little kids' heads and told them to suck his, you know. Two or three times it happened. He's arrested. He's put on the sex offend, uh, sex register. Well, he wasn't put on. He was supposed to register and didn't. But he was he was ordered to do so after his prison time. 
And somehow or another, that's a good family man. And the fact that he was loitering when he shouldn't have been, and when they ran his information, found that he had warrants for not registering as a sex offender, that didn't make news. Literally after that moment, uh, BLM, uh, the, the movement, Black Lives Matter, was actually pushing for the death of white cops. So three days later, a white cop, 20 or 21 years old, just had his first child with his first wife, and hopefully his only wife. Well, we'll never know, because he was shot and killed over being white. There was no reason. He was just killed. So, my confusion with all this is why is it that we're advocating for some black lives, but not all? That's my confusion. Uh, They sort of stood up and we're all about Black Lives Matter. And I swear to God, it was years ago. They didn't send any, anything for Katrina. Not one fucking bus, one, anything. They didn't care. They didn't give a shit. And what, what is Louisiana made of? Mm-hmm. Mostly of. I'm sorry. Black people. Yeah. Which is fine. That's a goal. Cool, I love that state. You ever been there? Nope. No? Oh, Not man. yet. I, actually I say went, not yet because I was thinking about it. It's a great state to go. Mardi Gras is fun. Uh, uh, they've got these... Uh, I'm just wondering how many beats I'll get. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's just trying to get laid, everybody. But no, I, I loved it. I, I went there and I like the crawfish feeds they had. Holy crap. They're like the best I've ever had. Cajun food is amazing. Love it. The culture down there is beautiful. We've got nothing against them. It seems like a fun town. It's absolutely... Well, uh, yeah. Some fun, fun state. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yo, New Orleans is beautiful. Yes. Um, but... The advocation of certain people when they agree with what you believe and that the complete hate towards those who don't is confusing to me. And I think that is where my whole point is. Why are we doing that? So I guess final thoughts through all of this, and I'm curious as to how you see it, is remember what is an individual belief and what is not. Remember what is something that you can advocate for for yourself versus what you can advocate for others if that makes sense what i mean is you know of course i want to advocate individualism as far as religion so i say that i say you know you believe what you want please you know go research religion find your religion that makes sense to you if you believe in 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 you know like you you're a catholic your yeah, catholicism is your way but there's some that are you know, evangelicals or some that are fucking Buddhists. I mean, it just depends across the board as to who we're talking to, what we're talking about. Believe in what you want. When it comes to an entire group, we're talking about politics slightly to a point where it's issues within the, the political issues. Or it's an issue within political, I don't know, conversation. So the advocation of a political issue can be pushed with the idea of multiple people pushing it. But I think that's the biggest problem I have is that most political issues are pushed as it's what I think and I want and you're wrong if you don't believe in what I said. Does that make sense? I do. Most, but you look, okay, go to the news media. Mm -hmm. They won't talk to you or I. They'll find that loud person advocating for that one reason mm-hmm. and they'll push it whether I'm for it or against it doesn't really matter I mean that's not the point mm-hmm. whether it's for Chuck E. Cheese or Pizza Hut you know what I mean right 
but they'll just hound it. Yeah, you, yeah they do. Uh-oh. They hound it. Yeah. And, and yeah, the, you had, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter, they're probably a spokesman just advocating Black Lives Matter. And they didn't mention the one white cop that got killed. Didn't fit the agenda. Right. No, that's great, great points. Great points to make. But well, you're, you're more vocal than I am on a lot of these subjects. I spend a lot of, well, we talked about this. I spend a lot yeah, of time just talk, researching but... and looking at things because I'm curious as the facts. Like, I believe in facts over feelings, over opinion. Um, yeah, you do. You, you don't care about feelings. I don't. You like facts. I do. I like facts because they cannot change. Opinions can change uh, as Feelings per... can change. All that can change. Well, see, I can talk to you change. versus your wife. And, you know, I, I can talk to you and get an opinion. And I can talk to her and get a different opinion. <laughs> but I can give both of you the facts of that opinion. And both of you be wrong. And no matter what I said... It doesn't matter because the fact did not change. I'm not saying y'all are wrong on anything. No, I'm not saying either. I just know she'll get more pissed than me. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. Just stated fact. I still don't like you. Yep, yep. That's all right. <laughs> I'm glad your wife doesn't hate me at this point, I guess, or I wouldn't be here. But anyway, yeah. well, holy shit. It's been a really, really good segment that we've had with Terrence here. Hey, I appreciate um, having me. It was actually a lot of fun. It was. I'm glad you were here. Uh, <laughs> we, we had a good time. Um, covered a lot of issues. And again... Um, I will, I will be doing this more often. I, I really don't like the idea that my my opinions, my viewpoints are the only ones spoken during my podcast. So, uh, if if you are wanting to join in on my podcast, please let me know. Um, send me a message, like I told you before, anchor f anchor dot fm uh, backslash tony underscore wong nineteen forty one is, I believe, my account. Anchor fm all that. Uh, you can get on there and actually send me a message, uh, a voice message. And if you want to talk about something, please do so. I can actually add that to the podcast. I only just recently learned this. So uh, if anybody hears this over anchor.fm, please do. If not, Facebook is a way to contact me. Uh, please let me know if you like what you heard, if you hated what you heard, if you disagree with what you heard. If it's, you hear something that I should improve, please do. I'm here for it. Um, if you want me back, let Tony know. I'll yeah, let him <laughs> I, I think I, I'm pretty sure I don't even care at this point. Terrence is going to come back. We had some fun. Uh, this is and we, we may even make a, a fun little thing about this where we're just kind of having a couple beers and talking politics. That was was enjoyable. We had a good night. Um, if you enjoyed what you heard, please let me know. We're going to do this more often. But Terrence. Oh, really, I thought you was going to say if you didn't, let Terrence know. Yeah, no, yeah just, <laughs> I'll give him my info later. Yeah, yeah. Just let Terrence know he sucked. I don't know. No, that's great though, Terrence. I'm glad you came to the show. Appreciate uh, appreciate all your input. You you were you were a great guest, and we will be doing this uh, more often with other guests. So, everybody uh, appreciate Terrence T- Burns here. You did a great job, uh, and uh, here shortly I will. Uh, I got a couple more segments I want to add to the the podcast. But thank you very much, and Terrence again. Thank you. Thank you. And we will be right back with politics with Tony. All right, welcome back. This is Politics with Tony. Now, like I talked about before, I've got a couple new segments I'm going to just start adding into these podcasts. And this one, Tony Talks. <laughs> it's a strange name, I got it, but I'm, I'm going with it. Why not? 
first, uh, first and foremost, I'm just going to throw it out there that these, this segment is literally my opinions and my views on things. So if it's, you know, it, 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 I don't speak for everyone. This is not a, my opinion is better than yours speech or anything like that. It's more of just things I notice and maybe things to consider. I don't know, just ideas. Uh, but the thing I want to talk about today is, I, I don't know what to call it, to be honest with you. Uh, people that get pissed off on Facebook. Sort of that realm. Um, de- de- debating on Facebook. Uh, let's, let's just go with that. Debating on Facebook. Why people get so pissed off. Now, all I noticed is that you can get on, like, ever since the internet showed, really, you can get on there and find anything you want and be right about any subject you want to be right about because you can look it up. You can get the information very easily. It's, it's very simple to get information uh, from the internet. You know, that's, it's not hard at all. Google is your best friend. It used to be Yahoo, wasn't it? Something like that. Mm. AOL, that was definitely a big one for a long time. And now it's at the point where there's a lot of fake crap out there. <sighs> nobody wants to be called fucked up for anything. Like, I mean, I get that. Nobody, nobody wants that. So, of course, when you get called out for... Yeah, you you posted this and it's not true, or you get, you posted that and it's it's uh, it's made up, or you know that never happened, or that's from a movie for Christ's sake, you know those little things. Of course, people tend to get very offended. Why? You've just pushed back on something that they absolutely believe in, and um, I bring this up because it happened today. Hmm. I had a it was a veteran friend. Now this this whole issue that we had with Kobe Bryant um, when he had passed away, a lot of People were posting things like, well, why do we care about one basketball player when we had two two soldiers die in Afghanistan today? And, you know, all right, cool, valid point. I see where you're coming from. But why is everybody so angry about it? Like, I understand why Kobe, you know, is being talked about quite a bit because of the death. And I mean, he was he was important to some, not important to others. People loved him. People hated him. It was back and forth. So I can understand that there's a debate. But I mean, what I see is, yeah, there is not a whole lot of story to be told about the other seven that died on the same helicopter. So it's kind of, it's a little off-putting, sure, but what I don't understand also is why veterans feel the need to say that, or people at all feel the need to throw that out there is, well, what about the veterans? What about the veterans? What about them? (laughs) They, they, he didn't join the military, he didn't join basketball, excuse me, he didn't start playing basketball under the idea that he knows that he might die because it's hazard of the job. You know, or same thing with the helicopter. You, you didn't get in that thinking, yep, I'm going to die. There's cautions. There's issues, of course. But that's the same thing with driving. We can't then, if, then, of course, we can't get sad when someone wrecks a car because we would know that, the, you know, there's a danger to it. So you can't use that uh, in the argument with the helicopter. You just can't unless you're ready to apply it all uh, across the board. So I don't understand that. And what I've come to find out over time is a lot of the same veterans, you know, the same ones. Who are complaining that veterans aren't getting, you know, recognized, are also the same ones that almost every single Veterans Day or change their picture to uh, a picture of them in uniform or something like that. And it, it, it almost screams, thank me for my service. That's exactly what it seems like when veterans do it. Now, I don't give a shit if, well, I, it's, I, I, I kind of like it when civilians are saying the same thing, like, why don't we care about these instead of those? But that seems like it's more of an argument on the side of people that don't like Kobe. Anyway, one of the things that I saw coming up quite a bit on Facebook was a news article from 2005 where a a lot of Marines had had died in a helicopter crash. 
Hmm. Well, of course that's crappy. And the date matched, with the exception of the year. The year was 2005 when it happened. It was literally over 20 years ago now that this that this happened. And um, I saw a couple people post it. So I asked one of my veteran friends, why do y'all post a story that happened in 2005? And what immediately followed was him getting very mad at me, very mad at me over the fact that I'm even questioning him. He's like, who the hell wanted your input anyway? Well, first of all, it was a question. I'm literally just trying to figure out if there's a reason behind it. Because again, I don't get why they're posting that question. Or, like, sorry, I don't get why they're posting that story. So I asked a question. I asked why. What's, is there a pertinent reason? Uh, one of the things that I saw somebody say, and I pointed it out, I never heard a response, but one of the reasons was, well, it's the, it's the 15th anniversary. Like, did you do that on the 10-year anniversary or 12-year anniversary or any other anniversary other than just this year? Like, did, did you? Just curious. I mean, if you did, fine, cool. I'm just asking. Nobody wants to answer these questions because it pushes against what they believe. And it's such an immature response in my mind. I'm sorry, but it is. And he just kept getting mad. He he actually brought up a, a, a pretty bad choice I made over 10 years ago now, uh, where I slept with another man's wife. I did. I absolutely did that. It was wrong of me. Um, I the, the trouble I got into wasn't exactly trouble, but it was a it was a it was a title I carried for a little while after that, and that was enough to give me some issues uh, in not only my life, but in my professional life as well. So yes, I made that mistake and I'm here to fully admit it. I did. And that's okay. Cause I've forgiven myself. I've actually talked to them after everything, you know, was kind of done. And the, 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 the woman, she was, you know, she was, of course she was very upset, but their, their relationship is a lot stronger now. It was, I guess, pretty weak when I first, you know, got close to them. He is no longer mad at me. He even said, he's like, I forgive him. He's not my friend, of course, but I forgive him. It's over. Like, there it is. And I, I forgave him myself. Forgiven myself, I think. Yeah. Because that's sort of important. I felt terrible after it. I felt terrible for what I did and what I, you know, the, the, my actions. So I let it go. And this is 10 years later. And he's trying to say, well, since you did that 10 years ago, you're a shit bag. You're, you're, you're a shit bag now because of that. <laughs> you, you, you have lost this argument. When you're calling me a bitch because you think I'm trolling, when all I did was ask a question and I'm wondering why, and he made it pretty obvious a couple of times. One of the things that he, had, he he said was, you know, if I had, if I if I would, if you were closer, I'd amuse this and I'd tell you to meet me up somewhere so we can talk about this face to face. And then later he put it in quotations so we can debate face to face. And I'm like, that's twice now that you've actually threatened to want to fight me. What the hell's that about? Like, I don't give a shit. I, I, first of all, I'll fight anybody. I don't have a problem with physical violence if it's just one-on-one. You know, we got a problem. We can hash it out that way. Fine. We, we can do that. I don't want to go that route, but I can't. But using that, and then I said it. I even said, because he never actually said, I want to fight you. He said, uh, I, I, I'd come to you and we'd talk about this face-to-face. Or, and then it was like two comments later, three comments later, you're saying, well, yeah, we could debate this face-to-face in quotes. And I'm like... And then I brought, brought it up. I said, why are you trying to fight me? And then, you know, later in the comments, he was saying, he was saying, I wasn't, I'm not, whoever said I was trying to fight you. And then the next comment, while he was telling me he's going to block me, which is what he did, that's fine, block me, was that him wanting to fight me has nothing to do with the post. So you're, you, you basically are trying to say that you weren't trying to fight me while telling me that you were. It is very clear and very obvious that he was very butthurt about the fact that I even asked him that question. 
And officially, the only reason I asked it was because I wanted to know if there is a reason to why a 2005 story is pertinent now. And no one, no one's, no one's given me one yet. So basically, what I'm trying to say through all this is um, now. Okay, let me give you an example. That this might help. A while back, I had posted. Um, it was a video clip of Nancy Pelosi, and I don't remember the exact word she used, but she was basically talking about. Um, well, she was she was ta- talking about something. Let's just go with that because, of course, currently I can't remember. <laughs> but she was talking about something, and I saw the clip and went, "Ooh, that's crappy!" So I shared it. Right. Well, then I had a friend show me the rest of the clip because it was partially cherry picked, and he showed me the rest of the clip and said, eh, "That's not what she really meant. This is what she meant." And I went, "Oh, damn." My mistake. Thank you very much. Gave it, gave that comment a few to- few. What well, was about an hour or so to sit, and then I deleted the post because I was wrong. I said, I'm okay with that. Now I learned that even though I screwed up, I don't like Pelosi, but I didn't have to do that. I didn't know that was my mistake. I got taught. Now I know. Why the hell is that such a difficult thing for other people? So I guess through all this, all I'm trying to say is, Facebook is a great way to debate with people that don't think like you. It's a great way to do it. It's a great way to find out other viewpoints and and see what other people have to say uh, on your subject. That's something that you might be passionate about or something you really hate, you know, ask the questions and see what they say. But, but, but when you are shown something that either proves you wrong or uh, uh, proves that you made a mistake, anything like that, Look, you're going to respond how you want to, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you you're wrong for it, but maybe a lot of these issues out here right now wouldn't be happening if you just take it as, you know, as an adult, like, okay, cool, I screwed up. I mean, I don't want to be, I don't want to screw up, and I don't like it that I did, sure, but I screwed up. I made a mistake, or, you know, this was, this was wrong. Just accept it. That's okay, because what's going to happen from that? You've just now learned something, even if it's something you weren't 100% okay with. Like, I don't like Pelosi at all. I do not like her. But then I heard, I watched the rest of the clip after posting what I did and went, okay, so I was wrong about her on that point. That's it. It doesn't have to change how I feel about Nancy Pelosi. I still think she's a piece of shit. But now I know that that one time I saw that, that's not what happened. Okay. And I've had to do that with things on, on the left. Because I have seen them when people say, well, they said this and they said that. And then I give them the context. They're like, oh, these text messages, sorry. They give me the context. They show me. And I tell them, okay, well, here's, well, here's the actual context. And, and I'm sorry. So they're, they're, they give me, a, they, they, they talk about maybe what something like Democrat has said that was hateful. And then I show them the rest of it. Like, hold on. This is what they were, were in reference to. Like, that's it. And they'll call me you know, terrible names. Like you're some dumbass libtard and da, 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 da. Like, Oh my God, dude, I'm no, I'm not against really anybody. I don't want to be, but why, why is it that I'm the only one that seems to be wanting to be accepting of facts? Like that's just, I'm not the only one. I can't say that, but all I'm saying, basically, I'm sorry. I keep going back to this is just accept a mistake for what it is. It's a mistake. It's not like it defines you as a person. It's not like you are now an idiot. You know what I mean? Like, of course, if that person that's correcting you or, or, you know, gives you the correct information, if that person also becomes demeaning or belittling, then sure, they're also wrong. Uh, but also, that doesn't mean that you won the argument either. Like, both of you are wrong. That's okay. But be the bigger person and just be like, okay, cool. Thank you for the correction. And I will, I will make sure not to spread that anymore. 
because that's the biggest problem we have now. Fake news, fake media, fake stories, fake anything, just plaster all over Facebook. Learning the truth and then giving it to people is not a bad thing. Taking the truth and thinking that people are using it against you to just make you look stupid or whatever the fuck is really immature. So, I mean, I'm not telling you not to. You're going to do what you want to do. You know, it's, you know, you're, you're, you're right. But let's just remember, we're not going to get anywhere if we're constantly just bashing the other side. Two sides standing on each end of the line. If we can't reach across the line to shake a hand once in a while on an, uh, on an issue or anything at all, then that is how this country is going to stay. Nothing is going to get accomplished correctly because everybody's too busy getting pissed off at the other person for not just seeing it the way they did. So just calm down with the name Colin, calm down with the anger. Let's try to, to debate. And if they don't want to, then that's on them. They're the ones that are going to be wrong. And you at least know that you tried. And that's where I usually sit when I go and I, I get on Facebook and I mention things. People don't like how I talk because I do present facts. And, and even with friends that I always agree with, when they post something that's off, I say, well, hold on, this is this. And they'll get pissed off at me. I have two veterans. One today blocked me. The other one usually attempts to slightly personally attack me over things that I give him facts on. And here's the, here's the funny part is that later he'll even tell me, he's like, I wasn't trying to get personal, but... I was just really, you know, I'm really sick of the government. And I'm like, okay, got it. But why, why the hell are you pissed at me? I'm just telling you the information, you know, like, so yeah, let's just try to give everybody a chance. Why not? I don't care if you don't like Democrats or, or liberals. I, I don't, I don't like most of them either, but I'm willing to listen to them because for all I know, they could actually be right. For all I know, they could actually make a point that would make this entire situation or, 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 or scenario, whatever it is we're talking about, understandable. Ah, just my thoughts. That's Tony Talk. Um, I think this will wrap it up for today's episode. Kind of a big one. Got a whole bunch of information out. Got some friends in on it. Um, and hopefully, uh, as uh, time goes, I'll be able to grab more. I've got another friend of mine who would love to get on here. He's actually, what's funny is he's an anarchist. He believes in no government control whatsoever. No ruling governing body. So that should be interesting, a Republican and an anarchist debating, you know, some hot topics. Uh, and I'll, de- I'll debate some of the same topics you, you heard today uh, with that person and maybe a few others. Uh, see maybe where he leans a little bit more in our political spectrum instead of his own. And of course, we will dive maybe into his political spectrum and see, you know, what, what, what makes his belief so strong. So um, thank you, everybody. Everybody for listening. I so appreciate it when people come in here and and, and actually take a listen to my podcast. Uh, if you want to share my 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 uh, podcast, please do. Um, you, if you can find me on Facebook, please do. Uh, I'm all I'm, I'm I'm on Facebook. I debate quite a bit. If you want to throw me a message and tell me how much you hate what I'm saying or how much I you like what I'm saying or give me an improvement, I'm all ears. I'll absolutely listen to any one of them. Uh, and that sort of ties into what we just talked about. I'm, I'm not going to get pissed at you. It's okay if you don't like what I'm saying. Please tell me why, though. Give me a good reason. Don't just be angry with me. I want to. I want to. I want to learn. Uh, but yeah, anybody that has listened and has been supportive, I really appreciate it. And um, I will ask it. Well, hopefully, you keep supporting what I'm doing. I'm. I'm actually really enjoying this. I've been. I got a dedicated notebook now, you know, and a printer <laughs> to print off information. <laughs> of course, I got to do that. Uh, but anyway. 
Again, thank you very much. I, I uh, hope you enjoyed what you heard. Again, I will bring bringing more information uh, about the impeachment as the trial continues. Um, and uh, yeah, so I guess I'll see you next time on Politics with Tony.